Good evening and welcome to another edition of the Cantina Mekis podcast. You're going to have to uh, stop whatever you're doing there, Chiquis, because we're hearing two things at once. I got everything mute. All right. Excellent. My name is John Jagu. Glad to have you with us this evening. Uh, we have a lot to get to here on the Cantina Mekis podcast. Chiquis. Still? Yeah. I don't, have, I don't have anything going. Oh, you don't? Is it on my end? Possibly. Well, that is that is embarrassing. I apologize. Technical difficulties here. I am I am in what is officially known as the sticks tonight. So I will just put it on that. No, I'm actually in Brownwood, Texas, a very lovely town here uh, in the uh, northwestern quadrant of the hill country in Texas. That's where I'm joining you from. We have a couple of folks that are on with us this evening that we have with us, and as you heard, in Kyle, Texas, Albert Beto El Chiquis Campa joins us. Albert, ¿qué onda? Hey, what's up, everybody? Glad to be on. <clears throat> Glad to have you on, Albert. Uh, Albert, uh, Pumas. Pumas. Let one, let one, like the most, <laughs> I can't even. I can't even. I mean, it's just, I just, I, I can't even. I can't even cheek. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, but we'll, let's just, let's just, you know, let let's table this this uh, this item of the discussion tonight yeah. for a later time. Let's let let's let's bring in. But but before we bring everybody down with that, let's let let's bring in a gentleman who uh, has to be feeling very. Well, when 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 a team wins three in a row and then two in the lead, in, in the cup for for, yes. for, for 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 five games, that is uh, that is an impressive run, and and I have to say that this that this run started. Uh, Joel Aceves joins us from uh, from from Orange County. That this run started, Joel, uh, the, the 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 week after you told Chivas fans on this very show that 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 to, to go ahead and, and and not worry about the season, go on loan to another <laughs> team if you want. Go on loan for a season, and uh, you know by by by, by next season is, is when is when is when Chivas will be uh, yes. will be back going. But uh, since that time, in, 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 in a matter of weeks, they've gone from from Sopaneros to you know in the in in the Liguilla zone, three ones in a row. Joel, they're they're playing. La Chofis is playing is, is playing amazingly well. What what is it that Cardoso has done? To, to, to push the buttons to put Chivas in this position. I feel like he's managed to get the best out of a couple of players. Like you said, Chofis and, and even Orbelin. Orbelin had been, he had the off button for a while, and now he's, he's a seleccionado back once again. Well, um, he's not the only one. I mean, the, 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 yeah. the seleccionado was, uh, was littered, littered with, with where, whereas the World Cup team had Neri Chiva. <laughs> this 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 post World Cup call up. Now you see a handful of Chivas on, and 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 it goes and and, and it it obviously makes sense because if, if Chivas is playing well, that means that their players are playing well, and if a a player is playing well for Chivas, he's going to be on the national team because you know there are not that many Mexicans that play in Liga MX, so it, yes. it only stands to reason. 
So he's he's pushing yeah, buttons. Hoyle, did did he did he is he is he a motivator? What what what, what do your uh, your 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 little no, birds tell you? I, down in, in Oh, you know, I'm I'm gonna dial it down, John, because it has been an easy calendar for Chivas. You know, yes. uh, not to take credit from them, but they've they've beaten the teams that they're able to beat. You know, they they've they haven't faced some of the stronger sides. The ones they did, they lost against. Uh, but but that's what you need to do ultimately. Uh, I was studying Almeida's uh, tenure at Chivas, and. A lot of the seasons, that's how he qualified. He he rarely beat the top teams. He he got the points against the weaker sides, but that was enough to uh, to to get into Liguilla or, or in the cups, get into the finals. So, so uh, was was I premature then, Joel, in in, in, in playing this for for Chivas fans? <laughs> Is it? Are, are are we still? Are we still at this level? Yes. I mean, I maintain my stance that the goal of qualifying to Liguilla is is reasonable, and they have a chance uh, to do just that. You know, I just telling fans don't expect them to challenge for the title or to be favorites. You know, but but from this squad, they continue the way they are. You know, they they start gelling together. You you have like new players that are gonna come up like Odines, and then later you just you know you just make two or three quality buys, and and you're back into competing. You're back into having a a side capable of lifting the cup. One one thing that the they league, did do, the league, was, I should say. one thing that they, they were able to do is beat uh, Morelia, who's in. I think they're in fifth place right now, and that was a good yeah. team. They uh, they did lose uh, your boy uh, Fierro in the middle of that game with an injury, but uh, he's paying he, iron, he was paying the iron <laughs> price for playing Fierro in Morelia. So that might have been the the reason why Morelia lost. But... Yeah, no, I mean, they they beat Veracruz, you know, one of the well, uh, one of the worst, yeah. and then they beat Atlas, the the worst team, the yeah, worst team three, in the league. The three previous ones were like really. The yeah. lower level teams, but and then Pachuca, that's what I was saying. But Pachuca hasn't been doing that good as well, and and I think it would be huge if they could get those three points. And they will be playing at the Zombie Life, so I, I think it's very possible. And um, if they get it, because after that, their next four games or five, they're going to be pretty tough. So and, 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 as popular as Chivas is, Joel, I don't mean to interrupt, but so they've they've won three in a row. You know, yes. It's, it's, you, we hear, you know, you guys, you know, beat beat us with a stick every time it comes up about how popular, Chivas, <laughs> popular, 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 popular. Yet those zombie left doesn't seem to do very well. Are, are 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 the Chivas fans in Guadalajara? Are they a little more fair weather because, or are they, are they just uh, just fed up and well, you know, basically have said, you know what? When you start well, winning, I'll, I'll I'll come watch. It's it's some of that, but it's also ticket prices. It's one of the more expensive. Uh, Venues to go watch a football, and then also the location of the stadium. It's just not a not a popular drive for uh, for the Guadalajara natives. Well, you, you know, know, just one road going into so it's, it's, it seems to be a pain. Speaking <clears throat> of, of of tickets, we saw and, and and he made a he made his international TV debut, uh, fellow Cantinero and and Chivas ah, yes. podcast host. Uh, 
Arriba yeah. Ayala was on was on the telly there in the in the in, in the palco de lujo. In palco there, de lujo, man. In uh, at the Jalisco where he threw down for a buck and a quarter. He had he had a he had mesero service. Yeah. Did, did he have ceviche too? I don't remember if he had a if he had a lovely ceviche there at the stadium as well at the Jalisco. Um, he's uh, he's uh, was at the Morelia game last night. He was sitting behind the bench. So obviously, uh, Mr. Ayala likes to throw down when he uh, when he goes down to uh, to Guadalajara. He's going to have to give us a report. Yeah, hey, that's that's not bad for the VIP because you know, and and I was talking about this earlier with with uh with Louis with Weasel over at MSS about um because you know the other news coming in is is uh, Mexico trying to negotiate again with. Comable to to Libertadores and and Copa America and uh, you know I, I don't know if you guys remember after the Copa America centenario one of the one of the directivos from Comable he he was talking about trying to get MLS you know into the tournament as well and it's it's you know when I, I know people think about like, well what's what what are those teams going to offer but. But at the stadium wise, you know, no, I think it's no other venue in, in Latin America you could charge as much. Right. To go, well, to that, go see brings, a game. It also brings a <clears throat> significant uh, amount of, uh, of, of eyeballs that, that, that they otherwise yeah. wouldn't. Uh, yeah, would, but, you know, and, and, and it would shock me, Joel, now that, you know, the contract is up with the. Uh, with the Libertadores rights, if 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 yes. if, if, if Mexico, well, I'm not, should I should I not steal your thunder horn? Or are you going to say what I'm going to say? That's how no, we... I, I'm just going to finish the the whole thing before I, I I lose track. Uh, no, that that buck and a quarter that he paid for for all that awesome service, and he's watching a you know a clásico. Uh, you, you're not going to get it here if 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 it's like a Copa America or a Libertadores. You know that that's gonna get you like a mid-level seat, you know, hundred fifty. But but I mean, yeah, that's gonna get think, you outside. You know, you know, probably around the eighteen, about you know five hundred feet higher. <laughs> but I mean, wouldn't you want to? You know, who wouldn't want to come see a some a Libertadores game? You know, and then if they do it like, I think they were trying to do it like Champions League, where the final is. You know, it's not at the stadiums. Right. But I thought they were. I thought they were. Who knows, man? Money talks, Jon. Well, money talks. You are right, and 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 let me just say this about uh, about money. I think it's going to be an amazing coincidence, <clears throat> an amazing coincidence, and that uh, when and if, and I do think it will happen. Mexico does go back into the Libertadores. It's going to be a miracle, <sighs> a, mir- a miracle. Mm-hmm. That it's going to be that the same year that that Televisa have retained the rights to broadcast the tournament. <laughs> it's going to be, yeah. But you know, I'm beginning. I was I was seeing uh, Bonilla because Bonilla was on the news, and Enrique Bonilla, who's the president of Liga MX, and he said he said that John De Luisa is going to be negotiating for Copa America, and that he's in charge of negotiating for Libertadores. And John, my heart sank a bit right there. You got something wrong with with Tocayo? No, I think I think John De Luisa could get it done, but John De Luisa is only going after the Copa America, guy in charge of 
Uh, negotiating well, that, for Liverpool. That's because he, he, you know, Liga MX needs to make their own deal. No, I know. Remember, but they're he's, separate. They are separate, but this guy's still the boss at the end of the day. He, he, you know, uh, without due respect to, to, to Bonilla, he, he doesn't really have that much weight. Like if they tell him he's going to have to do, you know, he, he's not going to make the decisions himself. I just don't trust him to pull the negotiation. Well, I, I do believe that they will end up in, uh, in Mexico. We'll be back in Libertadores, but Libertadores is going to have to, uh, change their calendar, John. I, make, I don't make, know, make, man. Make some concessions in, in order. Now, the one thing I will say about, uh, I don't necessarily think that it should be like, you know, quote unquote, Libertadores, because I do think that that's South American tournament and, you know, for South American teams. What I do think they can, that they can have a, a combination on and play in the, in, in the first half of the year is, is to play like, 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 you know, be part of the Sudamericana, but make the Sudamericana just that much more, you know, more prestigious, make it. What? And I think that if, if they're able to do that, then I think that that's, will uh, that will probably start paving the way to have more of a, of a Pan American style. Well, they, they have, more, remember John, they had the Mercosur. Yeah, remember but, they had the Merconorte and Mercosur cups. But, but times are different, Joel. I mean, it's uh you know, the, the, you know, for for all that time that the U.S. just was not a player in, uh, in 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 organizing those tournaments. You know, they didn't have a league. You know, if they did have a league, it was it was it was you know tiny at best. And and and, and now having MLS, and and it's, and it's not just MLS. I mean, it's, as you pointed out, it, it is the ability to play in certain markets. And you know, if if you can have a Pan American tournament. You know that that's comparable to the Champions League. Then you can have finals and neutral sites. I mean, it'd be great to see, uh, you know, Tigres play Boca Juniors in, you know, Barranquilla or or uh, Rio or Vancouver, you know, or San Francisco, you know, wherever it is, and and, and have it sell out. I think that 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 is ultimately that is ultimately the goal. Yes. But. Uh, and I'm sure that you discussed that with uh, with with, with Weasel on the uh, on the on the, over at the MMS uh, the MSS. Excuse me. So that's going to be a, a is that a, is that a Patreon show? Yeah, so, it's an extra show. So it's a, it's a, so not only did you did you step out on us, Hoyle, but you but you stepped out on us for, <laughs> for a platinum level show. Yeah, you have, you have to pay to to hear my ramblings, sir. <laughs> as opposed to as opposed to here, where you where you where you give your ramblings out, where you give your ramblings out for free. Or we have to cut them out because. <laughs> That's right. That's right. So 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 back to Chivas Hoyas. So so yes, they have a three-game win streak. But you're saying Chivas fans tap the brakes. They beat Veracruz. They beat Necaxa. They beat Atlas. The, the three of them combined have scored two goals the whole season. Calmense, por favor. Calmense. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but it's it's still good to get excited because uh, it was all doom and gloom. My chi hermanos after Mati left because Mati was like, I don't want none of this if you're not bringing me refuerzos of the national team caliber. I'm not risking a third straight. No! <laughs> was it was it that bad, Joel, for for, for the chi hermanos? Hey, think, yeah, think about it. What other coach has missed three liguillas in a row? You know. So I mean, yeah, he's. But, yeah, but, yeah, but remember how much political capital Matias uh, earned 
you know, it's like in, in Ready Player One when he, you know, when you do, you do something huge and all the little coins get called. You know, he, he earned Chivas a championship. So for, you know, for, you know, for, for 10 minutes, he's just scooping up coins, you know, from all the Chivas fans. So he had earned, uh, I, I think they, it was they, they more were, than that, were, John. Cause I mean, hey, Chepo won us a league championship. There's no love for him, man. He, his league record is probably the best in the past 30 years. Just the number of times he took the team to like, Semifinals, quarterfinals, the final. His his record's pretty good, and Chihuahua fans don't even want to touch him with a ten foot pole. Well, that's because of you what know? happened elsewhere. I do. Believe. Yeah, national team. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's it's kind of weird. Like this attraction for for Mati is is. I mean, I guess that one doblete season was the ensueño. Is it, uh, is, is it unhealthy? Is it unhealthy for Chivas fans to have this obsession? Do you, do you think Do you think it was the mullet? Do you think the mullet had something to do with it, Coyle? The, the, yeah. the, the Cavernicola look? Capitan Cavernicola? His, yeah, and his golden locks. You know. And he comes across as very sincere. Mm-hmm. You know, which is, which is where I've, I've gotten a lot of flack because I pointed out I pointed out like all the mistakes he made as well. It's like he wasn't, he wasn't exactly, you know, in all this mess, it see, wasn't like he comes off clean. You he? say that, and all the Chivas fans can think of when you're saying that is, is Matias holding that goat after they won the championship against Tigres, <laughs> and that's, you know, that's the only picture they can see in their mind. They basically like they stick their fingers in your ear and just, and just think of that picture. With <laughs> a golden they, aura around that's him. That's right, they, <laughs> <laughs> because because Chivas fans just, just, uh, they, they just. You know they don't want to have that. You know you. I have the. You know I have the reality check. Uh, you know who is reality check? It's uh, you know, yeah, it's, and 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 you bring it. Well, this is kind of harsh. <sighs> it's reality check time with Jolie. Yeah. So I mean. No. Once again, Joel. You know, I, here I am thinking. I'm. You know, now you as a. You you identify as a Chivas fan. You uh, it's still printed on your card, if I'm not mistaken. Correct? Yes. Okay. Now, despite the fact that yes, they beat subpar teams, don't you at least get a little a little excited when you see Chivas win win three in a row? No. And, and, yeah. Yeah. Just, just yeah, win. because I mean, if they couldn't beat those teams, then that that's when you, that's when you hit the alarm. I think people were hitting the alarm too soon. Of saying like that the, the, the team was in crisis and all of that, and I think that was just a lot of exaggerating going on by the media. Cohen, is, is it cause it, for alarm when, when when a new coach and a team and a new team don't win in the first three weeks? Not not so much because I mean you're you're you know you're you're getting he's he's just getting the ball rolling you know yeah and then you also have. Other teams that, and it also depends who you were playing and how strong those teams are. So it's 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 the calendar, like we said here a lot of times. You want to see how a team is going to do? Go go see well, the calendar. Go see who they're going to play and where they're going to play them, and you get a good idea of what that season is going to look like. Now, Joel, again, you know this is a show where we make wild accusations and predictions. I want you to bring down that pragmatic reasonable, logical approach <laughs> to things here. That's, you know, 
you know that that's not the kind of show we do here. Here, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's yeah. not just you know that you know you're absolutely right. It's uh, you know I mean, when, and, and Chiki's and I talked about this when uh, when when Buma started the season with the three game win streak. We're like, well, well, yeah, but you know they beat you know Veracruz. They you know the, the same teams that Chivas <laughs> Veracruz. Oh man, Atlas, the slumpusters, man, Atlas and. Uh, <laughs> And and Nakaxa has the exact same teams in the exact same order. That is hilarious. Gotta send them a fruit basket from the cantina here. Okay. <laughs> just That's thank right. you. That's thank right. Thank you for being you or something. You know, just okay. So, well. but you know, the, well Coel, you're absolutely right about about you know look at the calendars, you know, see you know if it happens. But the other thing I, I would say that, that that's a component of that is. You know what players on Chivas are playing well right now, and it's the ones that they need to be playing that that, that Chivas need to be playing. Correct. And, and that's the uh, uh, Orbelin Pineda, who's had a you know he played himself out of a out of a World Cup roster, I think. Yes, he uh, did. And yes. and this is the kid that had been looking good since he was in since he was in uh, Querétaro. Yeah, I mean he's, so, he's still only twenty one, twenty two. So obviously he has yes. he still has a lot of. Uh, a lot of a lot of soccer left, and it's like obviously, you know, I know that we joke about him all the time here on the show and throughout uh, our various social media accounts. But uh, La Trophies has been outstanding; has been really good uh, over the past uh, couple of weeks. So, not good enough apparently for uh, for our good friend, uh, our good friend oh. Tuca to, uh, to, well, to put him on the. I, uh, I, and I don't think it goes through that because Tuca's a disciplinarian, and and you gotta no, know. Exactly, and you have a known party. You know, he's like a, he's like one of those. Uh, what do they call him? Goddamn. Uh, well, the Tuka's a sergeant, man. He's a he's a disciplinarian. Like you said, he's a. No, no, no. In college, when when you go to college, and, and you, he's like a frat bro. You know, he's got, he's, he's a yeah. He's very party. You know, he's there's all this extra cancha stuff on him about racing cars. You know, being late night in the in the clubs. Uh, we had that video that leaked a while back where he had a pool party with, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's just you know you know you know why on earth wouldn't a twenty two year old man want to yeah have a but, pool party like that? You know, how dare he? You know, he's supposed to go back to the monastery and. You know, no, but I mean, I'm not saying it's wrong. Los but... I'm not saying it's wrong, but when you have a national team where the guys have done that, like like before a match and and things like that, and and you have a, a co- other coaches that are more more strict, then you probably don't want to deal with with something like that. I suppose. I mean, I th- I do think that uh, you know that that he if if he continues to have a good season, then I think that it, you know it warrants him being a. And stay you out know, of trouble, John. Well, you know, he's like Happy Gilmore when he when he just started coffee. He's like, you know, it yeah. keeps getting into trouble. So, so he's been playing well, and they put they call Polito Polito up instead, and that's that's like <laughs> mind boggling right there. Polito just barely got off an injury, plays his first game, and uh, es que no hay delanteros chiquis. Yeah. yeah. And Tuca knows him. Exactly. Tuca had him as a youth, and this is something John has yeah. talked about. Yeah, it's almost. Like, uh, what? <laughs> it, well, hang on a second. It, it's almost like a like a. I'd like it to get you back to it, but it's almost like an olive branch, almost. I think Tuca. Exactly. 
with uh, with but but but, but go ahead, uh, Cheeky. Yeah, you're right. He's uh, he brought him along. Yeah, he knows what he's capable. He knows what he brings to the table. This is the one thing he was talking about. Are you going to go see the European players? And it's like, what Why? is there to go see about? I already, I already know what they bring to the table. I don't need to go see them, you know. And and it's the same with Pulido. He's not exactly a goleador, and in Chivas, but but like in, like he has been helping because he'll he open space and and he he's been pretty useful. Yeah, so uh, on the uh, on the call ups as as we were hoping as we were hoping it would happen, uh at least, you know, folks that uh that do follow the national team, it was it was it was it was a it was a young team. Uh there were some uh, players that were called up that I think uh a lot of folks were uh, were very happy about. So uh, we will uh go through the uh the list here. Uh we'll start with the goalkeepers first. It was Hugo Gonzalez, who uh has has been playing well. Gibran uh, uh, Lahoud, who many believe is the heir apparent, and Memochoa, which uh, frankly was a little weird. But I, I, I don't think he needed to call him. So out of those three, uh, you know, I think you know Memo will obviously get the first game, and one of the other two will play the other uh, game against the U.S. A lot of defenders, uh, as one would expect. We have uh, Jose Abella. Who's who's done very well over the past couple of years? Osvaldo Alanis, which uh, you know he hasn't played since May, so that was interesting. Uh, Edson Alvarez, who uh, you know, contrary to most opinions, I think had an outstanding World Cup. Uh, you know, a lot of people want to blame him for things that happened in the Sweden game, and it's like, you know, on the on the auto goal, and that was you know that's just, that just happens. But that first goal, uh, you know, he's you can't expect your right back to cover. The other teams right back when Miguel Layun is, is 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 watching the play 15 yards behind. So I don't. Uh, I think he has a, he has a very bright future. We have uh, Gerardo Artiaga, Jesus Gallardo, Chaca Rodriguez makes the team as does uh, Carlos Salcedo. So that's your uh, defenders, and uh, you know again some some young guys. Uh, Angulo uh, for Santos has been outstanding for the past. Uh, just just a really good player. Uh, I think the Mexico, uh, at least in this particular, they're not going to have the the four center backs playing on the back line. And, and then the midfielders, we have uh, Eric Aguirre, uh, El Piojo Alvarado, Roberto Alvarado, Jonathan Dos Santos, an interesting pick, Jonathan Gonzalez, uh, Eric Gutierrez, uh, freshly signed with uh, PSV. So poor guy has just flown to Europe. Now he had, like on Tuesday or whatever it is, Saturday has to fly back to Mexico for this call-up. Victor Guzman, who unfortunately had that uh, terrible uh, injury right before the World Cup and missed six months, but it's, it's good to see him back. Elias Hernandez, who has uh, just been having a, a terrific uh, part of the, the latter half of his career. Diego Lainez, which I'm sure everybody's happy about, that same with Orbelin, uh, uh, Chucky. Raul Jimenez, who uh, has, has won over in, in, in three short games, has won over the Wolverhampton fans with his, with his uh, attitude and... Uh, Style of play. Uh, Rodolfo Pizarro is back, and as as Jose uh, Chiquis mentioned, Alan Pulido and uh, Angel Saldivar. So uh, a pretty, uh, you know, if, if you're gonna, if you would pick the, I mean that that, that to me is, is is a very solid uh, a very solid call up. Get to see some guys and see what they can do, and uh, against against two very difficult opponents, Uruguay, as we know, is uh, just uh, you know as uh, as as uh, Professorio pointed out are the only Latin American teams that can that can handle playing that tough, rigid European style. No one else can handle it except Uruguay. 
and of course the U.S., uh, which in a rivalry game, they're always uh, always extremely difficult, and uh, we'll we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. Now, my question to y'all is: Does the Stuka, you know, knowing that he has the, the 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 Europeans there for a week before the Uruguay game, does he send them all back to to Europe after Uruguay, so they have a, a week to get reacclimated back with? Uh, or does money talk and to say against the U.S. you got to play your your top guys? Chickies. What was that? Uh, so they send the Europeans back. Send the Europeans back after the first game, or do they or do they stay for the second one too? Uh, is it fecha FIFA? Oh, it's a fecha FIFA. Well, I mean, you you know the the way is usually. If a player is new, like 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 Guti, you should send them back because you want him to fight for a spot in the team. And uh, PSV, that's gonna do him more good in the long run than how he did in a Molero, you know. Uh, yeah, I mean, and really, I mean, the, the, this particular set of Ficha FIFA dates are, I mean, they are the absolute most Molero you can you can possibly get. Yeah, for for, for I, I do think sometimes some of them do ask. You know, I, I I haven't, especially if you're not, you know, like like Chuki is he's, he's pretty much guaranteed his spot, yeah. but not Guti. He he has to earn it. Well, I mean, Guti so, just got there, so I mean, I, I mean, yeah. I mean, if he's in Holland, I, I would just say, hey, you know, guys, can you mind? No, I mean, I appreciate the call up, but you know, let let my boy trophies have 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 their spot, and I'll, I'll stay. I'll yeah. stay here. I'll I, stay here. I think they get him, and they they need that for the pre-sale tickets, you know. <laughs> Sure. They're, they're, you know, they, they announce the players and then they sell you the two games at the same time and people just buy the tickets. I remember, uh, what's it, like two years ago, maybe three, there was a game in San Francisco and the billboard, the billboard had Chicharito. It had, um, it had, it had, um, goddamn, what's his name? A, a Guardado and a, and a third guy. I don't know if it was, was it none of them who, None of them who were called up, but that See, was the billboard. That, that is how upset the fans were when they saw that none of those players were going to be there. <laughs> yeah, but they, they they buy the tickets regardless, you know. It's like pre-ordering a video game. You don't even know if it's going to be good. But but the ad and everything else look good. So you, you pre-order and you buy it. You buy it before it even comes out. Now, one one thing know, Tuka, though, Tuka is going to have to do is Tell these players, like, because if they send the the Europeans back, they're gonna have to. He's gonna have to talk to these young Liga MX guys, and and let them know just to try their best, and the results can be whatever. Because this Uruguay team looks stacked, and I would I wouldn't be surprised if Mexico gets spanked a little bit. They're not going hard though, man. They're not exactly gonna. It doesn't matter, man. You don't want to get chickies. You don't want to get injured. You're not going to start throwing high fly kicks, and the season's about to start. And, and well, this is this is Uruguay, man. They're not going to come in there. Uruguay, yes, they're they not going to do that, dude. You, Chiquis, come on, man. They know the difference between a, yeah. you know, gonna, a friendly and a in a state match, a high state. Even state even match. even friendly, man. You just don't go out there to just half halfway play and stuff. Especially yeah, you, you do you if your flooded. season is just starting. Yeah, yeah. This is I'm telling you that. And these they're, are they're, the, uh, we'll see. Yeah, their bread and butter is in friendlies the league. Friendlies are friendly. I get, I get friendlies are friendlies, but 
Well, they, I mean, they're not going to lay down. They still go out to win. They still go out to win. Yeah, but they're and not going 110. Against this young team, if you know, I assume they don't want to get injured for their Liga next tournaments and stuff. So, uh, you know, they might not put their 100% in. And with this Uruguay team being a lot more talented than the young players that Mexico has, the, the advantage well, is clearly on Uruguay's team. On because well, they, they do it, 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 it is clearly a test. It's clearly a test for the young players to see, you know, see how they stack up. You know, see how Liga Mickey stacks up. You know, yeah, so my, so my point is Tuca needs to talk to them so they don't get, like, yeah, but uh, but Chiquis, there's up to seven cambios. They're gonna they're gonna use all of them. I know. So, but say say this a, is a lot of those top players are only gonna play one half. I guarantee I know, you. A lot a, of those. This is a. I'm just concerned about the Mexican youth. These young guys no. going out there and playing, and then what's, and then say, say they, they get smashed. They're, they're, they're just starting out. They're just starting out. No, they're and not. Come on, dude. Dude, for the what, national what, team, what have you been watching, Chiquis? For the national team, a lot of these guys, Linus. Trophies isn't even on in the lineup at all. A lot of let me let me tell you let me tell you this way. If I like guess puts the moves on, on an Uruguayan, if he puts the moves on an Uruguayan, and he's gonna get his legs taken out. Well, the second time. <laughs> the second time. Sure, absolutely. But you know, but 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 he should expect that. And uh, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not worried at all. I mean, it's if 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 Uruguay wins. Whatever Mexico wins, what it, it just doesn't matter. I mean, this the, you know again, these are these are. If anyone's watching the NFL tonight. I don't think it's going to be that bad, but it's it's, it's going to be pretty close. Uh, it's I'm not. Think, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about hopefully mentally these young well, guys. Do you take honestly it to the, to believe next year that, and, and that that Duke guy is going to is going to allow his team to get whipped like that? Seriously. What what no, what, what, what is Tuca's first think, order? I don't think he can control it. I don't think he'll be able to. Yes, control he, it. he absolutely can. What is Tuca's Joel, What is Tuca's first order? Order. Hey, he's, order. Part of it. He's yeah. He builds the teams from the from the exactly. from the back up. His defense, he he makes sure that the defense is nice and ready. When Duca played I against mean, Argentina, he was a little more defensive. Yeah. But the minute they got the ball back, the minute they got the ball back, yeah, it, he he was it was one hundred percent vertical. One hundred percent. Jolie has mentioned that his preference is uh, uh una buena defensa. Defense win championships. Where's Who Profe? Who made you pull for this dump, huh? <laughs> profe, profe Juan Uribe joins us from Long Beach. El, 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 West, el Westerhof, el Westerhof de Long Beach joins us. Joins us. Glad to have now. Now, uh, uh, before we get back to, uh, to, 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 to Tuca talk, which I will happily do here on the Cantina MX podcast. That's very catchy, John. Tuka talk. <laughs> Hashtag talk. Coming to you live. That's right. So before we get to back to back to Tuka talk, I I do uh, I don't want to derail this entire conversation with with you, but but we but 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 I asked Joel earlier. Joel says he still carries his his Chivas fan identification card. I know I know Juan. I don't have to ask Profe Uribe about his. I know that he flirted a little a couple years ago with uh <laughs> with, with 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 Pachuca. And uh, you know we've we've, we've been given, given him hell ever since, but 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 uh, Profe, three three wins in a row, a couple of wins in in, in the Copa, is uh is 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 it time to start making reservations for the final for for Chivas or or, or are you like Joel, pump the brakes? They didn't beat you know anybody that important. It's uh, you know Chivas fans must take todo con calma. 
Yeah, you know, Jolie, he likes to hedge his bets. You know, on the outside, he's he's all like, oh, no, you know, the, the sky is falling. But, but on the inside, he's like a giddy little girl, you know? <laughs> so, so, so you're just, just what been you're uninvited from yeah. my quinceanera, prophet. What, you, what you're saying, prophet, is that on the outside, Joel is. On the inside, right? yes. Yeah, on the inside, no, well, it's on the, but on the inside, uh, on the inside, it's. Exactly. Exactly it. But, but, but I'm not asking Joel, I'm asking oh, you. Right. I'm asking you. Well, what is, what is? You know what? Yeah, book your ticket, man. They're gonna wow. be the final. I told you they they they're gonna they're gonna be the surprise of the tournament of the league. Yeah. Yep. So so Cardoso will 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 go down in history as. Uh yeah, man. Because what what they've been missing when you bring in a a manager with the the resume that Cardoso has as a player, he's gonna. You know, remember Hugo Sanchez when he took over Almeria and he said uh, uh, about their, their striker uh, uh, pool, he said, you know what, I, I can show these guys a thing or two. And I think uh, after that that stint with uh, with Hugo, they, they both got, oh, one of them got called up to the national team, the, the Real Madrid guy. What's his name? Uh, uh, fuck, dude, I don't remember the name Disco? anymore. No, no, no was no, it was, Negredo? Yeah, something like that, Negredo, because he even played for, for Bilbao, I think, under Bielsa. He's a guy that was forever on loan. You know that is uh, my my one big regret about the national team with uh, when Hugo was leaving was man I would have just loved to have had him teach Vela and and Giovanni and those guys when they were you know young and impressionable you know how to how how, how to play that position and how to you know and how to how, how to deal with that because he did it so well for so long but yeah. uh, but uh, but so 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 so. Uh, so you say Chivas in the final, Cardoso, genius, already, already a genius, el, 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 el genio, el genio de, de Zapopan. Already. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Hey, gonna... but, but Juan, what do you say about these three, these last three wins being against five, very, five medi- five very mediocre teams? Uh, They're against very mediocre teams, man. The only oh. the only halfway win we could say is Morelia, which was uh, a Copa America. And, and, and the only reason they won that is because uh, is because is Carlitos Fierro went down. Yeah, Beto, I I think your uh, your mentor uh, uh, Ronaldo de Luna would say uh, everybody needs a, a slum buster now and then. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, so you admit it. You, well, you, well, you, you, has had the, the, it's it's like a long weekend. I mean, they're like they're having a midlife crisis for as long as this as, as this has been going on. It's Labor Day. They're lonely. You know, Waterburgers. Waterburgers open late. Why not? Hey, Waterburgers open twenty four hours, twenty four hours a day. Hey, this is this is another and, one. Pachuca's yeah. without Eric Gutierrez. And uh, it, it this, sounds this to a, me it's a weak Pachuca. It sounds to me like like Juan has accepted Cardoxo as his new Lord and Savior. That's what it sounds like to me as well. Absolutely, claro. Yeah. You always uh. You know, it, it's like uh, you know, in LA you have this little uh, this little rebellion that because LeBron James came over, you know, it, it's Kobe's town and it's not; it's Lakers town, and you know, whoever's in town, that's 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 the man. That's right, because it was Wilt, and then it was Kareem, and then it was Magic, and then it was Shaq and Kobe. Yeah, you're absolutely right. So yeah. that is a that is a. So as you you uh, you are you are so 
So does that mean that we cannot, from this point forward, because you've gone full chiva again, we cannot call you profe, cambiar rayas, or, or did you, or did you cambiar rayas one well, more time? Well, 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 look, look, John, I, I just want to go on record and say I, I hope to one day uh, you call me the Jose Luis Real of Long Beach. You know, maybe I, I think that, that's something to aspire to. Uh, not, the, not, not, not the Chepo de la Torre of, of Long Beach. You keep it up, I'm no. going to call you fan, fan No, because el, el Güero developed players, and that's why. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's what uh, Juwan is doing. He's developing talent. Uh, no, but Güero's record is, is by you know, none. He's, he's at the el, top of how many players he... El Profe oh, Uribe is not the only one who... El Profe Uribe is not, is, is not the only one here at the Cantina Mekis podcast that is, that is developing talent. We have a, a fledgling right. new coach... Daniel Preciado that joins us from, from, from Escondido. Daniel, they talk about a team that, that has been on an, on an unbelievable run. They fire the coach. They have a major meltdown in the locker room, and it doesn't even matter. Santos losing players, lose coaches, have meltdowns. No importa. Yeah. And there they go. They want to, they want to, they get another great result, uh, come from behind win. Hey, uh, Dan. Dan's trying to take my uh, resident profe title, huh, Dan? That's, um, that's not here. Though. I'm about to head well, over. Well, no. Uh, Wait, is he? He's... Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm here, dude. The, oh, the, I didn't the see new, your avatar, man. Oh, there it is. Never mind. I hadn't seen the, I haven't seen the Santos avatar. There. It yeah, is. we 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 started off um, pretty good in our first preseason game. Um, unofficial score was about nine to three. Wow. Um, the, um, our our first official game though didn't go as smoothly. I'd say we probably I'd say we probably lost about. Hmm. Well, at some point, I guess half the team stopped playing altogether and started like basically chasing butterflies. So uh, we we need to, we need to we need to work on that. Yeah, dude, it, it, it was it was rough going. So I'm not gonna lie. Um, apparently, the frustration was evident on my face at the at the lack of lack of uh, attention and lack of focus that that the kids were showing, and um, they weren't they weren't following direction. I don't I don't know what happened. I um, I'd like to think that I haven't lost the locker room quite yet. Um, but uh, you gotta you gotta invoke your inner chepo, your inner it's, tuca. No, the the, the tuca has been what I've been harnessing, and and I'm not sure the tuca approach is 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 is, is going to be effective with this group of players. I, I think I might have to become more of a players coach type of a type of management yeah. style. Dude, have, been, you, have you have you been dropping the on your on, on your players? I, I've been I've had to separate kids, grab them and and like move them and shove them. Um, <laughs> you got some parents fighting with you. Have you punched any of your players? Have you punched? No, no. <laughs> I, I've actually gotten permission from all the parents to go ahead and feel free to 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 do as I've been doing and and force a little bit more because um to go tuka. Yeah, they're they're encouraging just, just me to not go tuka. Full tuka. I just don't want to. Um, all kidding aside, I don't want to make it not fun. So I don't want to no. spook them from the sport altogether. So um, I'm trying to find that balance of letting them chase butterflies and actually try to play soccer. 
Because then I heard from a, a reliable source that that uh, Juwan went full Tuca in one of his former teams. Well, you know, he has been able to get kids <laughs> on tryouts at Pachuca, so maybe his style, <laughs> uh, I, we can't really question his uh, effectiveness because, I mean, the, the results speak for themselves. I, on the other hand, um, my official record is 1-1 <laughs> one one so far. Um but it, it was a uh, tienes un 50% de efectividad. Yes, so far, but the, that 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 second match was eye opening, man. It was uh yeah. Then it got double digits on you the day there. Yeah, no, no, they they definitely went 10 uh, double digits, especially in that that last those last 10 minutes they probably got in a good seven goals without with with my guys um not even trying to uh we actually got an own goal too on top of that too. Because uh, one of the kids was like, you know what, I'm gonna get mine. Um, so he s snatched a goal from the opposing team and, and poked it through. You know, it's a league. It's a league like where one is at, where no matter the score, if if they all end up two two ties. Um, <laughs> at, at mine, it, it's still rec level, so they're not. And for us, it's, since it's U6, they're not even keeping score. There's no. Oh, yeah. um, okay. It's it's, 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 it's very unofficial. You you have to be uh, careful, Dan, because you got like uh, the the Televisa groups, uh, even in a AYSO level, where they they're on the board, they control the league, and and they stack their team. You know. Oh, uh, I've seen it. I've seen it done. So you, you have that that Televisa FMF. Uh, I, I I think that's what happened. My dad was shaking his head. He's like. He's like, it's not fair, man. Those kids are like professionals. I was like, dude, I'm like, his, the, the, the opposing coach, it's like, they're the opposing, all <laughs> the opposing coach is like, oh, they bring them in on a bus, on the prison bus. Yeah, dude, it was just like, I mean, they had like little miniature messies running around there. I was like, come on, dude. I'm like, that, the ball's just like sticking like Velcro to the kid's foot. Um, and then like, it's like, yeah, okay. The, the other coach, he's a professional coach. It's actually what he does for a living. Um, his son's on the team. He's Profe, obviously a baller. Did you, did you have to whip uh, the, the other prophet's ass that bad, Prophet Oliva? Come on, man. But <laughs> you guys were friends, man. Híjole. And and for me, no, he he, he, unfortunately, like um, my situation was a little bit different. You know, I was notified that that uh, the team did not have a, a coach. Um, they had some uh, internal issues, so um, I came in as a bombero. Yeah, that's situation. Right. <laughs> and uh, we're, we're trying we're trying to make the best of it, and eventually we'll, we'll you know we're baby steps, baby steps. We're getting there. Well, you you can't win them all, and yeah, you know, I, I guess I guess for you, Dan, the, the goal is to is to make sure that the kids pay attention for for at least sixty percent of the game. If you if you can get that, then my goal is to make them want to play again next season. That's that's my ultimate goal. Um, just because one of the kids, I'm telling you, man, it, it, it is one of them's under four years old. I don't know how they're allowed uh, the kids to be that young. Um, but yeah, Maybe I got a couple. One just <laughs> <laughs> he refused to play, man. He restarted crying. He started crying. He's like, nope, I will not play. I will not play. You're not gonna force me to play. He, he sounds like some tricolor player. I've got a lot of personalities, it, it man. A lot of personalities on this team. Carlos Vela? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you, so you asked him to vas a jugar? No, no, ni en el play. Ni en el play voy a jugar. No voy a jugar. Ni en el play. Ni en el play voy a jugar. 
Well, Dan, I will, hopefully you will uh, you will write the ship. We will. Uh, I do apologize will... for. Um, oh no, it was, uh, it's deviating the conversation. Fascinating, I know. absolutely fascinating. No, well, we know we no, have we... to look forward to to you know yeah this is possibly you know future um, opponents of of, uh, of the national team you know. That's right, or you know they're gonna just... they they could be you know be one of those in the position that that they would uh, that they would have to make a choice you know is it going to be the U.S. is it going to be Norway is it going to be Canada they'll they'll. Uh, They'll have to weigh. They'll have to weigh all their uh, all their options. Back 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 to Santos then. So so they had a. I wouldn't necessarily call it a. I mean, obviously wouldn't win, but they got a good result against Cruz Azul, which I mean, good lord, Cruz Azul has just been been just an unbelievably strong team so far in the. Uh, you know, after seven weeks, if they're they're still playing this well, that's uh, that's not a you know, that's not a fluke. And then they have been beating uh, you know every every team, not just the good teams and the bad teams. But Santos has been has been doing real well. They are they're they're, they're in the in the top uh, top tier of the of the uh, of Liga MX, and uh, you know they're doing it with uh, the Chava Reyes. Is is that their coach? Yeah, right now. That's um, they also brought back uh, Chato for for uh, as a as a auxiliar. So it's, it's now does he come in and take the penalties if they if they do, do, do they allow that? Well, can he be subbed in to take the penalties? Free kicks, free kicks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's uh, it, it has it has been impressive. I you know as, as impressive as Cruz Azul has been, but I think you know Santos to me has been considering uh, the, the the amount of changes they've gone through and the drama they've gone through. Yeah. Um, damn, that's it is extra. Uh, exp- um, Extremely impressive that I, from what I've seen, a whole new backline. Well, not a whole new backline, but uh, central defenders, I should say. Um, that, but I think that you know the 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 glue is that midfield with um, with Gaito and and yes. uh, and Osvaldito. We, we we call him Don Gallo now. It's not only him though, too. I, I got to say, um, uh, the, the team showed a lot of uh, a huge improvement when when um, when Osvaldito joined the team too. So those two, I think, are, are really key. Then you have a uh, who uh, with uh, Brian Osano, who's I think underrated. Um, he doesn't get too much attention, but uh, for the style, for the type of, of game, he's he's very different. He's not like a, a like before with like the at least the the, the team that I kind of grew accustomed watching was um, kind of a build up play. Uh, it was pretty to watch. Um, lots of passing. This team is a lot more vertical, uh, straight to the point. And Brian Lozano's, you know, he's able to, 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 you know, switch the fields and, and open up uh, just pin with pinpoint accuracy. You know, um, yeah. he's really good ball. at that. Exactly, and I, I, I like that fifty, sixty yard pass to uh, catch the uh, catch the defenders by surprise. And you're right, it has been. And, and, and we also have to acknowledge the fact that that Furch is is, is really playing well too. Yes, and, um, uh, he's he's turning the the La Furcio into into a positive. Yeah, he's gone from from La Furcio to otro furchazo. Yes. Yeah. So it's uh, they 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 you know and again uh, you know we we talk about it every week on the show. I mean there should be no surprise. You know, Santos have you know for the past you know at least twenty twenty five years have been a very a very consistent team in the Yankees. So for people to say and with the players that they that they brought in, you know they didn't really replace the players they lost. You know they you, you could argue that they you know they 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 replaced them with lesser players. Or at least lesser known players, um, but they still haven't really been affected by it. It's it, it's early. It's early going though, because I, I think uh, with with all the competitions that are going to be played, all the games, the, the extra games, that lack of depth I think may come back to 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 become an issue. But so far, uh, the 
the losses of, of Araujo, of, um, of, of Giannini, they haven't really hurt the team as much. Um, and Izquierdos. And Izquierdos, I'm sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, although, you know, I was kind of getting a little bit, I think he might have been losing a step, um, so I'm, I wasn't oh. terribly disappointed in, in seeing him leave, but he was absolutely a leader. Yeah, uh, yeah. So from that standpoint, I, um, he was a big loss. I, I'm... And even just like that, you know, like you go from from having um, like the captain of the team to the new captain, um, you know, and getting a getting a call up, which I was kind of surprised. Uh, uh, you know, three of the left back, three of the of the I guess outside backs from the team got got called up. That's so, not good. There, uh, they can all, only two outside backs more can more play, but three of them got, three of them got called up. And it's funny because the one that was actually sold, I mean, they, they, and they actually their fourth one that they had was was sold to to America over the summer. So it's 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 um. From that standpoint, I'm 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 very excited at what the team's been able to do. Hey, I'm looking at the uh, the lineup from the last game, and there's a guy came in uh, the 60th minute named Preciado, dude. Did you see that? There's been there's been oh, yeah. a Preciado playing. Ben, is there something you're not telling us? <laughs> it's a, a homie, fellow. I'm a lighter shade of brown than him, so um, I don't believe there's any relation. Um, but I would happily rock that jersey just to be cheesy. And just like, hey man, what, what else am I going to be able to find a player with the last name Preciado? There's, there's not going to be too many. Hey, now how much of uh, of uh, Santos' uh, quality that, that since Chepo uh, took over, you know, they were they were kind of in the cellar of the league for a little bit, and Chepo came in to start riding the ship. And uh, you know, Chava Reyes uh, wasn't that one of Chepo's uh, uh, assistants. I don't know his particular history, but I. I... <clears throat> This rings a little bit like revisionist. Um, no, Chava was uh, has been his uh, one of his assistants. His, yeah, uh, since Chivas I, national I team, Chivas. Yeah. and at the national team too. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm and not so much disputing him, him, and the job that he's doing. I mean, I could hear him. Uh, he, he's probably going to be like he's probably the loudest uh, coach, um, on the, the si- loudest sideline coach I've ever heard. Um, so, so, so I, 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 think I, I, I my, my, you know. Yeah, I don't know about about saying him about riding the ship. I mean, his, I think he had one good, good six months, one good half season, and then um, mostly disappointing. I mean, with the same group of players, they won a championship. So, and with him, they were amongst the worst. And, you think? And you think Chepo back into that uh, relegation zone? rather. Good lord. I think um, <laughs> I think that's what Juan's trying to do. I think he's trying to like you know I don't know if he's on this uh, emotional high from Chivas winning three games. He's trying um, to get a day again. Then now he's really like reaching back and like you know Chivas is Chivas great. Like well, you know, touch is great. If you want to get a rise out of Joel, you, you say you say was was getting rid of Chepo the reason why <laughs> Santos was able to go on this run. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, but that's like that's like that's, that's like taking candy that. from a baby, though. You know, it's it's yeah. kind of like what? a little bit too easy to do. I mean, well, usually it's obvious. Yeah, usually I I, 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 we, I've been trying to give trying him a break lately, Phoenix, man. But like when you get the two Chiva hermanos getting together, pumping up their chests, you know, it's like, all right, guys, easy, easy, easy. <laughs> Why mean, are you trying Chepo, to do Phoenix, man? You don't you don't know Julie? He's you know like uh, you know some people get their last name tattooed on, on their back. Everybody from Southgate. Joey's got a De La Torre tattoo on his back. I don't know if you guys knew. 
He is does. it just in La Torre, or, is there, or does he have a particular, or is it all just like a, a collage? He, of the has, he, has, family? he has the family tree with, with Nest, kind of like, remember how, Nettie had, remember how Nettie had his mother and his father on his chest? Yeah. Joel, yes. Joel has Chepo and Nestor between, and Javier. The, between the nipples can't, on his chest. Can't forget Javier, man. Oh, and Javier. Archit- architect of the Campionissimo. I, I always thought, like, you know, that was, you know, I always had mixed feelings about that that chest tattoo, you know, I'm like, I, I guess I, I'm, I like to think ahead and I may, maybe I think too much of it, but I was like, you know, you're, you're, you're going to be with a significant other. Um, you know, at times you, you're going to, you're going to be intimate and, and all that. And, and, and I just don't know if, 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 if either, if either partner's parents need to be present, visible. Yeah. Ponte la camiseta, no, por favor. Yeah, no, listen, how about, how about, we, keep, how about we turn the lights off or, or keep the shirt on? <laughs> no, so deja, just, that, 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 that part deja la puesta, just... deja la puesta. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, so we have, uh, we have, oh, I'm glad, I'm glad you're joining us, Dan, and I know that uh, things are rough, around with, uh, rough right now, rather, with, with your youth side, but I'm, I'm sure that... Uh, after after watching uh, Tuca for the next uh, two games in the national team, you'll get you'll get some good pointers uh, as, as he uh, as he will probably let's face it, will probably get a couple of wins, and then if if he does, I, then... I, I did want to ask the profe though, a quick coaching question: Does he adhere to the U.S. Uh, soccer, um, I guess, philosophy of play, practice, play, play, practice? Play. You gotta yeah. break it down for me. I, I'm, it's been a while. What, what are the specifics of it again? Um, every every uh, it's basically you're, you're scrimmaging or or, um, or 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 like game like scenarios. Oh, you like structured, unstructured? Like you? Go yeah, it's always like activity. you're always playing a you're always playing an actual game or scrimmaging. Then you practice a drill. Then you go back to play. But it's always like. Always want to go back to the plane. I was just wondering if they, because they they seem to be harping on that. I'm, like I said, it, 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 no, I don't know if this structure is uh, exactly um, designed for for, for uh, five year olds, but uh, I, I just thought it was curious. That, and, and I mean, at five sense. years old, I mean, all they're doing is chasing the ball, right? So it's it's like yes. they're like amoebas. The yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I do uh, uh, Dan at that age. I try to do uh, motor skill development, and then. And then a game-like activity, not necessarily a game, uh, just because they don't—they really don't know what they're doing, you know. So something. So simple. you play like you play like team goal. Like, 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 a, like, like let's say a one v one or or you know dribble to uh, through yeah. the gates or doing a lot of that. Doing a lot of that. Yeah, like one v ones or or you know start teaching them to be aggressive. You know, use their body, little little things, you know. So uh, at what point? What 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 is the earliest stage you want to you want to teach them what our one is? Uh, you know six. what? It, it depends on the kid, man. There's some mm-hmm. six, seven year olds that you're you're like, holy shit, what the hell? You know? What hey, you hey, profe, are, profe, are you kid, the, the, show, the kid on the other team, that yeah. kid on the other team was like that. Like that's my dad was like, what the hell? Like kind of just like shaking his head, like like, hey, I can't el antidoping a ese. <laughs> you know? Did you not tell your your boys to meter la pierna, pero meterla muy fuerte? Take take care of that. You know what? My my my. My my son and and another kid, the the two older ones, they're ballers. That those those two those guys are, are my are, are like uh, my only hope for the season. 
but they're they're both they both got a lot of a lot of fights. So like, um, I actually have to kind of tone it down sometimes because they 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 put they they like to put in the meter la pierna. All right. Yeah, they're ball hawks, man. Dan is uh, is is brewing up some some future uh, some future defensive midfielders. Is what it sounds like. Um, you know what? I'm trying to develop my son into like a bit of a Suarez type. So like, you know, cold hard like um um finisher. A killer. A killer. Is he is he You're teaching people? him to bite, yeah. <laughs> but but to scrap. <laughs> yes, exactly. Do what you need to do, man. Win. Win. A killer. So 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 back back to Tuka talk. Yes. Tuka so 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 Tuca has 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 these two games. Right? He has Uruguay and then Houston. Chiki, are you going to the game in Houston? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm, yeah, I'll be. Wait, that's the ninth, right? It's the seventh. It's it, it's next Friday. Or oh, the seventh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll be. Uh, probably too late to York. apply. I'm going to New York to check out some ceviche <laughs> from that rec- that uh, Luis Miguel recommended. So I'll be on my oh. way back. Chiki, are you yeah. going to be meeting up with Rigo? Uh, I don't know. We'll see. He's gonna. He's yeah. got to tell me some places to go eat, though. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, so it's the seven, and then, and then a few days later, they play in Nashville, if I'm not mistaken, against uh, against the U.S. So who's, who still don't have a coach? No, any awesome. idea who's who's there's a tab who's who's coaching them? Oh, uh, it was one of the assistants uh, whose whose name is slipping my mind at the moment because. Uh, not a team. One of the assistants okay. for Jurgen? For Uruguay? Or for, or for, uh, for Bruce. Oh, uh, maybe for Bruce. I'm not sure. Wow, so they, yeah, they went through, uh, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, are they, is, and then, you know, and then he has his next two in October, which will be in Mexico, and it looks like Tuca's probably going to be the coach for those two. Say say out of these four games, Tuca wins three, and and again, people just look at wins and losses when it comes to situations. Wins three, draws one. You know, are 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 the fans at, at the at the end of the last the second game they're playing in Mexico? Are they going to be? Uh, are they going to be Tuca no te vayas? No, te, are they going to be? Are they going to be <laughs> chanting for Tuca not, to to not like they didn't Toluca? After he beat the U.S. and 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 is the FMF going to say Tuca, come on, man, you know, be, be the guy, be the guy for us, or are they still thinking that they need to go, that they need to go outside the league to to, to bring somebody in? Because it seems like the, the the consensus, at least what I've seen over that, at least for over the past couple of weeks, that you know a lot of uh, a lot of folks that. Uh, Seem to think that 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 Duca is the ideal. Even uh, Michel Richaud, who was on our show two weeks ago, the and, former and sporting Martin. director, and Martin Del Palacio. Yes. Uh, Luis, uh, uh, there's a lot of folks who are who are firmly, firmly on the on on the on, on the Duca train. Yes. They said that he's that he's and I'll be honest, you know, in Liga Mekis, if you're looking for a Liga Mekis coach. Which, which I think is what's gonna, you know, what, what's probably gonna happen, you know? Can they convince Tuca to do it? Can they convince him? Well, I mean, if the rumors are true that Elinge, you know, former Tigres president, 
Inge Rodriguez takes up a spot, you know? Yeah, but if he goes to Liga MX, he really won't have that much to do with the national team. Yeah, but that's that's a lot of Tigres people already in there. You the know, communications director is the is Tuca's PR girl. Yeah, and Teclose, you know, he worked at Tigres too. You know, mean, Gerardo that's... Torrado is a, is a Puma, and you know, and, and Tuca. I know people want to identify him with that's right with Tigres, and that's fine. But but Tuca is a he is a Puma, and let's not. <laughs> that. I mean, he's going to be surrounded by a lot of people that that are like on his favor, you know. If push comes to shove, uh, I, I just don't see a lot of people that are gonna that are gonna want him out. Like in the past, like when you had Hugo, there was a group of of the Liga presidents that didn't want him. They were just waiting for him to slip up. Same with La Volpe, same with other coaches. You know, it was always divided. But but Tuca seems to have the majority, the majority vote of confidence. Well, Joel, you're a, a Liga MX historian. Who was the last coach in Liga MX that has been with a team longer than five years? The way the way Tuca's been with. Uh... Well, goddamn, five years. You, we're going, we're going pretty what far back, I mean, man. Could, could it have been Ojitos Mesa? Was he? Yeah. With no, Tuca, I would no. assume, right? No. Wait, with the league? You're talking about the national team or with no, no. The, or with 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 the league? With the league, well, Arias, Arias in Necaxa, he was there for like what eleven years. Raúl Arias, right? Yeah, it, but I mean that's like one off. Okay. Yeah, but that was like twenty. <laughs> that was like twenty years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean, exactly. yeah, that's about it. And then Tuca, but but Tuca is more most impressive. Feed is the one you've mentioned many a times here is that they've never fired him. Yeah, I mean, he's, no, he's definitely that's, left that's, after his contract was that, up. But, that but needs to go in the Guinness Book of Records, man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, Tuca has obviously earned, you know, he has, he's probably the most respected Liga Mekis coach that's coaching Liga Mekis right now. I don't think there's any, any doubt in anyone's mind. You know, does Tuca yeah, have I mean, his, his, his weaknesses? Of course he does. He definitely didn't burn any bridges. No. Which is amazing considering his, his you know, temperament and, and supposed personality, you know, the, 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 the reputation that he has. You'd think that that, that wouldn't be the case. But, uh, you know, Tuca, you know, I know, I know that you know, Dan isn't necessarily a, a, a big fan of Tuca, but, but, but Dan, outside of if, if you could choose a, what coach in Liga Mekis, uh, who would you take, if it, knowing knowing that that was the pool you were picking from? I mean, if we're looking for a stopgap, I don't mind him. I guess like a, I like the interim in front of the in front of the name. <sighs> Sorry, dude. I, I just uh, I don't. Um, you know, he's a steady coach. His like you said, he can't really question what he's accomplished, but. Super winner? I don't think. I think he's a consistent coach. I don't know um, if he's his tournament if he's record gonna... isn't particularly good. Let's. I mean, he's he's won. Definitely, he's won. And like you said, I mean, there's something to be said about someone who manages not to get fired ever, especially in that league. So that that I mean, it, that is a huge feat. But it doesn't it doesn't fill me with a bunch of confidence thinking that he could do something miraculous with the team, especially considering the fact that he acts like 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 he doesn't want it. Like, fine, I'll go out with you. Fine, 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 I'll go out with you. 
Like just stop asking. But, but I mean, because why, he why does he have to do something miraculous? Like why? Well, you know, why why should we expect that um, from the no, coach? No, I don't expect that. My my point is that if if um, you're asking me, like, do I am I am I happy about him being chosen as a coach on an interim basis? Sure. But uh, if we're thinking long term, no, I want someone with hopefully some some new ideas. Who's I'd rather. I'd but rather. What, what new ideas? Hey, let's 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 see yeah. if, we can, if we can play twelve against eleven. What if they let us do that? No, I'm saying that. Well, the guy, <laughs> if if he was that innovative and if he was that good a coach with the type of um, lineups that he's been given, maybe that uh, maybe he sh- he should have eked out a few more championships when he's gotten to finals. And maybe that lack of ideas. Maybe those lack of ideas. Hey, maybe bit him in the ass. It may not there, be ideas. There, it may be just like a a lack of a confidence. But, but you know what, that's, that's interesting. That something new is going to happen, like a change and an improvement in the national team is going to happen. But, when you look but, at Puka, that's not something you think of. But look, look how many... And, and... Go ahead, Juan. Let me say something finish. real quick. Let me say something. And, and go on the interim part, I think he, he likes the interim because the way the national team goes with coaches, if he were to stay on for a long, uh, you know, a long term... He might end up getting fired. So all this talk about not getting fired, you know, maybe the interim. He likes the interim because he wants to prevent. Oh, I, 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 I kind of agree with you, Beto. I, I, I kind of like. I think he. It's it's kind of a. You know, um, I would. I don't want. I don't want to say a punk move, but uh, but it's it's a. Kind of a safe move. It's like all right. I mean, yeah. I don't want the official job, because I don't want to officially fail. I don't want to be potentially, in that be put in that position where I could fail. So I'll just take this like heroic stance, and I'll I'll just I'll I'll take care of the team. I'll be the steward uh, of the team for for a while. It's like, come on, man. I'm like, I, you know, yeah. you know, it's it's fine. You know, like I said, like I'm not terribly disappointed that he's been chosen um, to run the team for a bit, but uh, I I definitely wouldn't want him uh, long term. Joel, you had think... a, you had a, a a rebuttal. Yes, it was in regards to the championship talk because. You know, it surprises me how that's that's one of the the points because I heard some of the the points against Duca and, and uh, look, you a, a lot of Mexico fans wanted La Volpe to stay, and this dude only ever won one league title, and and you could say he could have had more, but he's one of the most consistent coaches in Liga MX, and and. With the most championships, so I mean, it, it surprises me because like people would want an Almeida, and and his numbers don't match up. Sure, he won a bunch of Copa MX, but his numbers still don't match up to Tuca, you know. Well, his only Chivas fans want him. <laughs> uh, no, there, there's the none Chivas lineup. fans that want him. But I'm saying Tuca's got the best lineup in in, in the league, and he's had it. He had a um, he had the best team in the Americas, and he choked. <clears throat> His team completely underperformed in the Libertadores final. They lost to Chivas. I mean, I mean, truth be told, they should have won that series. They were the much better team. Yeah, but I mean, why you can't say that gets credit because he was able to win. But but you know, with, with such a, a superior team. No, with these, that's that's the thing with with Tuca, I must say. I think as a coach, he'll put you in the best position to succeed, and then it's up to the players. Because in that final, oh, I agree man. with you, Tigres was the favorites, 
But you can't blame Tuca for the two big mistakes that their Argentine national goalkeeper made. Like, very bad mistakes that they made. And some of the goals, some of the goals that they missed. And then the, 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 the PK given by the coach. So, I mean, some of the stuff is, it's out of his hands at that point. Well, here's, here's all I have to say about Tuca. Tuca has been in Tigres since like, was it 2010? So pretty much his entire hey. decade. They've played wow. what, 11, 12 finals uh, across all competitions. And they, have they won all of them? No, but but he's won he's won five. It's not bad. No. Yeah, I, I think because we we we're not comparing to like, you know, we see we see what the super teams in Europe do with like Pep and some of these other teams, Man. and and we compare it to that now. We're like, I, is, all I know is that when Pumas it? comes to Europe. <laughs> And they play against a super team like Real Madrid. They win. Tell them so. There is a report that uh, I think the Tigres execs were even saying that this is confirmed uh, interim deal. Yeah, and they're also because saying that it, it's going to be uh, dragged into uh, October as well. It's yeah, all negotiable. I'm sorry, guys. I'm, I remain unconvinced. No, I, I I know I I get it because uh, I know tactically that that's always been one of the main things where we want someone to come in. We want like a like a Pep Guardiola or or a Zidane that that he's gonna he's gonna set up the tactics and the team's gonna I, start winning. I don't even necessarily think big name though. I I I'd, I I would rather you know throw throw uh, like you know your chances you know. Um, with someone new within the league, like, you know, we've already talked about him extensively, you know, but someone like Rafael Puente, you know, who, who seems to be, you know, um, hungry to learn. He seems to be a pretty decent coach, you know, someone like that, who, who just looks, who's like, um, who looks like the game hasn't passed him by. Not saying that, that it has passed Duca, but I don't exactly see anything new well, as far as like in-game adjustments and ability to, to, to go to a plan B, he doesn't strike me as a type of coach that has that in him. He's well, got you know, a way to play. But I agree, but there's this one thing with national teams that we've seen because national teams don't play week in, week out. Don't go months without playing. So a lot of times you need to have the right type of personality to succeed because we've seen some really top coaches fail at the national team level. You know, like like really good coaches, and then they they get a national team and they don't, they're not they're nowhere near as good as they were, like in league play. Um, and and I think that that that's where it's we failed a lot of times with Mexico, where where the, a lot of times the coaches just didn't have, they didn't know how to handle the team, and it's easy to lose the locker room. There's so much other things at play than just. You know, X's and O's, where it's like, if, if you don't have full control or, or if you haven't won over the whole team, it, it'll just fall apart. Yeah, I mean, and Tuca is, uh, is the kind of coach that is very well respected by the players. And, you know, and, 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 and uh, aside from his stance as a coach, I mean, just, you know, what he was able to accomplish as a player himself, you know, Tuca's a, you know, he's a no-nonsense guy. It's uh, yeah. I mean, honestly, the the job is really kind of perfect for him because, I mean, like you said, it's uh, I'm not saying it's a part-time gig, 
but you know, you know the one one thing I will say about Juan Carlos Osorio, we've said it, I've said it a lot on the show, is you know the, the the way that he managed the you know, to, to to bring Mexico into uh, just a, a completely different level, even even more so than 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 what the top national teams do. I think that if they're able to to to, to maintain that level of detail when it comes to the administration and the plan and this and that, which which hopefully they will. Uh, and then, and then have, uh, you know, whether it's Duca or whoever, you know, just, just a coach that, that can come in and, you know, have all that in place, ready So they don't have to worry about doing that stuff. I mean, to me, I think a job for, like a national team job for Duca at this point in his career, I, I think, I mean, it's just absolutely perfect. I, w- I would love for Duca to become the, the Washington Tavares of Mexico to have the job for eight years, 12, you know, whatever it is, you know, in, in, in his old age where, where, you know, he's a guy that the players just absolutely love and adore and do whatever the will need will, you know, to, well, you know, do go to the ends of the earth for him, and that to me, I think, is what. Yeah. Uh, and 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 you're right, Dan. I mean, you know, if a guy like Rafa Puente would be uh, would would be an would be an excellent candidate if they if they want to go that direction. England went that direction with Gareth Southgate, and it proved to be very successful for them. Uh, you know, they didn't have the the hardest path to the to the semifinals, but you know, you still got to you know beat the teams that are that are in front of you, and they did that. Uh, and, and they were able to make the semifinals and came with them. Which, which we predicted minutes. here. John, John mm-hmm. we predicted here when we had Tom. That's right. We, we told him that England was was doing a semi-run. Yeah, we did. Because we said if they get the good half of the draw, they're going to be in great shape. Yeah. Yeah. And you, uh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say some examples of like when you have really good tactical coaches like Fabio Capello. You know, and and if you look at his league record, he's just, you know, he's he's very successful. But then he couldn't do anything with Russia, man. You could do anything <laughs> with England. He, yeah, and 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 then you saw what this Russian dude came in, you know, and he managed to make him into a team again. And so sometimes, to me, it's like, you, it's it's you need more of the attitude. And the personality more than your your tactics. Uh, Croatia the same. They had the coach come in almost last minute. Same with South Korea because South Korea almost didn't make it to the World Cup. They had some dude come in and they ended up beating Germany at the World Cup. This this was the Korea team that was struggling to beat Uzbekistan during qualifiers, and uh, then they get to the World Cup and they beat Germany, the defending champions. So uh, to me, it's it's a lot of times it's it's especially at the national team level, you, you need that personality, man, where where their yeah. players are going to respect you and do what you say, because I felt like with Osorio, by the end, they were telling them like, what to do, you know, because because or, 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 or tuning them out. Who? Yeah, because that didn't. <laughs> that's that was. I was even a bit disappointed, man. I was always like ragging at him about cambios and then I'm seeing no cambios and, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> like, oh, well, I knew that that was going to happen. There was no way he was going to have make eight, nine changes in the World Cup. It, just was, it was never going to happen. Yeah, but he, and he ended up taking a bunch of players that shouldn't have been there. You know, and I think that was some, well, there was a lot of pressure. Uh, there was a lot of pressure on him to, yeah. to take certain players that just didn't marry well, the we'll spot. See, I mean, I knew that uh, when when uh, Jonathan and Giovanni were in in, in promos, there was I mean, like <laughs> yeah, 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 there was. 
Yeah, you know, I, that, you get, that. I will give him credit though. Duca's um, his list is really, at least in my opinion, um, a really really good list, an encouraging list, uh, a look that's it's encouraging because uh, they're, they're looking forward, not backwards. Um, yeah, and that was a the second criticism. I can't wait to see. Yeah, that that was the second criticism then that, that he was getting that that he doesn't play young players. Now I, I think. Duca plays who he feels is, is the, the better player, you know, and I, I think at the national team level, that's not his job to, to form players, not with the senior team. He's, I, I think that's more with, with, with the youth teams and, and I don't think he would be the coach of those. Well, honestly, I don't, I think it's a matter of giving him a chance to play, but I don't think it's his job to develop them. I think it's the clubs that they're on. That's where they're. That's where they're growing. Yeah. No, I agree. But but people expect like they say, oh, there's this talent. You have to call him just because you know he needs to develop. So you need to call him, even if he's not one of the better players. Well, yeah. in that sense, um, I'm okay with that. Actually, um, if 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 you have a plan and you have certain players that you really feel are going to be able to to fill that to fill a specific role that you have in mind, um, then then I think it's more important to give them reps than to get too fixated on results. Um, I think it's real easy to get um, tricked into putting way too much importance into the Gold Cup. I think, I don't know, at least at this point in time, I don't think putting that much importance into the Gold Cup, getting that much importance into reaching to playing in the um, Confederations Cup, these things don't matter. I, I, I think Right now, Mexico is in a unique position and a unique opportunity to be co-host of the World Cup in eight years. I think that needs to be the priority. Get players that are super, that are really young now that are going to be able to play in 2022 and then hopefully hit their peak in 2026. I still think a, a team made up of, like, say, uh, in this next summer's Gold Cup, if it's a player, if it's a team made up mostly of under, like, a mid, like, a mid to early 20s guys, then, um, then. I'm okay with taking some lumps, but I th- still think uh, players at that age could still win the Gold Cup. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if you look at the the folks that were uh, that were selected, you know, the vast majority of these guys, uh, you know, have have ten caps or less, and then a couple of them are making their uh, making their debuts. So, again, it's not like. Uh, you know, as everyone pointed out, and and Joel is exactly right about about Duca and his you know, the re- reputation that he developed for for not uh, for not uh, using young players, etc. And I guess that that stems from a little bit from 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 what he's been able to do with Tigres. But the, I mean, the reality is, is that you know, Alan Pulido was was one player that Duca, you know, as a youth player, would bring on as a sub. And then slowly but surely would have would, would play more of a role and started scoring goals for for uh, for Digna started scoring important goals for Digna. You know, he played him a lot in the Conca Champions when they were playing that, that back then. So you know it wasn't as if as, as if he wasn't using him. And then and then by the time that Pulido's what twenty two, twenty three, then he's a full time starter for for Tigres and 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 playing and playing quite well for them. You know he earned he earned a spot in the on the twenty fourteen World Cup team before he had his. Uh, his business issues, uh, you know, and people say, well, what about Espericueta? Well, what about Espericueta? Because he's not even playing 
you know, where is he playing? You know, is that, is, is, is that Tuka's fault, really? I mean, I mean, if Tuka said, you know what, this guy didn't have it. Well, six years later, Tuka has been proven right. And, uh, you know, just the, the, the fact that Tuka came from Pumas and, and, and Tuka was part of Pumas when, when, when Pumas had an unbelievable amount of incredible talent coming out of their cantera in the late seventies and early eighties. I mean, it was, it was the, it was the base of the national team for 15 years. The, the, the players that well, came out of Pumas. You don't even have to go that far, John. You had uh, Pablo Barrera Efrain Juarez, uh, and Frank Juarez. And Hector Moreno, you're exactly right. I mean, Tuca made two finals. Two finals. Right, Castro. With, uh, yeah. With, uh, that, that was the base of Chepo's team, you know, with those guys. It was, well, it was the base of, uh, of, of Aguirre's team in, in 2010. Because, uh, you know, Efrain was a starter. Uh, Barrera was the first guy off the bench, and obviously Moreno at that time, although he had moved to Holland, but, but he was still an integral part of, 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 of what Tuca was able to do. And Tuca would even say in his press conference, said, yes. He said, you know, we have veterans and we have the young players because that's what we do here. We, we you know, we, we, our, our goal is to develop. So, yeah, he, so yeah, Tuca has no problem bringing young players into the way. It's just, it's just not. Now, at Tigres, does he do it as often? No, I mean, no, because frankly, he doesn't have to. Because he has a, as as Dan points out, repeatedly he has he pretty much has a super team, and and, uh, and, and even his 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 B team is a is a super team. It, it, it's, it's frankly <laughs> revolting. I mean, he yeah. is he's loaded. He is, and and John, like you said, it's looking more and more like like this team is going to have to rely more on local talent, right? Because by by twenty, by the next World Cup, there there probably won't be as many Mexicans abroad. You know, Guardado's about to hang up the boots. Yeah, Same Chicharito, with like toast. Yeah, Chicharito. Yeah, he's in his last season or two. So we could be looking at just maybe what five players. I mean, you know, the only ones that are gonna, you know, Herrera is is it will probably won't be part of the cycle. Uh, <laughs> The Tecatito, you know, could be, but no, Tecatito obviously has. He's some, been wishy-washy, man. Yeah. I still haven't. What aside from what the, the Venezuela game and in Copa, in the Copa America Centenario, I, I really haven't seen him where he's been a big game changer. Where it's like he's a, where well, you, you he, will call him a permanent a, fixture for the national he had those, team. He had those personal family issues with the with. with, with you know, with his wife's uh, yeah. like a miscarriage, I think that was obviously a huge blow. Um, I've seen him. You know, um, it, it appears that his wife is pregnant again, um, and uh, he seems to be um, settling down, playing happy, playing happy. Um, so uh, I've seen that he's actually done okay. He actually got injured, but from what. Before the injury, though, he he was looking pretty good, and, and it just looks like his head is in a good place, um, and that's allowing him to, you know, to play a little bit, you know, more more freely, and just you know he's you know some players need to be in that in that good in that good uh good space to to, to perform. I mean, so out of this list of guys that uh, that have been chosen, I mean, so so Gutierrez just went over. So I mean, the reality, I mean. I mean, outside of, of of Diego Lainez, I mean, does anybody on this list really have a, a, a really solid chance of of going over to Europe and playing for a for 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 a top team? And then the answer is, frankly, not really. 
Lime is the other kid, the Alvarado kid from Cruz Azul. So Possibly. maybe two, Possibly. two. There's like two. Yeah, yeah. There's you know, two, and, and then and, the other guy would be like, Montes, but he's, he's like he's like falling off the map. Yeah, Montes Montes should have already been there. Um, you know, he should have been on this last World Cup team, frankly, Montes. Yeah, that that affected him. And then Ochoa, how how long is he want? Is he gonna wanna stay in your? Because <laughs> he's missing out on a lot of moolah, man. This guy could have already cashed it in. Yeah, well, I guarantee you he's doing all right with endorsements of, 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 of stuff that we you don't think do. so. Yeah, but he could make even yeah, more. Yeah, but Ochoa's got plenty of time though. He's a goalkeeper. He's I don't think yeah, he's got at least at least there, one more, maybe two more 10, World maybe. Cups. Yeah, two more. He's going to be the next conejo then. Well, the the next one is going to be his fifth World Cup. Wow. And he only played wow. four games, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, he's no. He played. He played. He played, he played eight games. He's played eight games. Eight games. There you go. Wow. Cinco Copas, man. We're going to have three in the five-cup category. That's right. Yeah. yeah. So, so to me, I think Joel pointed something out last week, I think, that was that was very true with, with Tuca, and that, you know, you don't go to a guy like Tuca, who, as we've pointed out here, <laughs> who, who commands respect, you know, who is, you know, who, 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 who has made decisions on his terms, you know, for the last few moves that he's made. You say, Tuca, you're one of the candidates. No, you say, Tuca, we want you. Yes. You know, you know, as, as Jose says, Tuca's like, Tuca's like, don't bullshit a bullshitter. <laughs> That's why people don't fire him. It's like the, if you've seen the Seinfeld episode where they try to fire, uh, they, they hire Kramer to fire Raquel Welch. Right. <laughs> if you've seen that. <laughs> And he's all scared to do it and stuff because she right. chops people's heads off. Anyway, uh, that's that. Can you imagine going to Tuca and say, "Hey, Tuca, you you know you haven't been doing good. We gotta fire you." What's he gonna say? You can play yourself. But, <laughs> but uh, so that, that's, 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 <laughs> you don't fire Tuca. Tuca fires you, man. Yeah. It, no, the word is on the No, I think because he's he's no nonsense. I guess he tells a. He'll tell the directiva right away what, you know, he'll lay it out for them. And I think the directiva, they respect that. But, but imagine, imagine him because I, I, it's, and Dan said, Dan mentioned really quick, really briefly that this team could take some knocks like in the gold cup if they're going for the 2026. We had Tuka being Tuka. He no, could hit, hit a rough patch. He could hit a rough patch with these young guys. Probably, but that's, knows, that's why Tuka would tell them straight up, like, look. My main yeah. goal is the World Cup. I don't care about Gold Cup or or, or this other stuff. Convince. Uh, yeah. Okay. This but is this is the goal. To, hopefully, doesn't that doesn't get to them mentally to where they start underperforming in the World Cup qualifiers? Because when we nah, talk about I, mentally, we when we well, you say nah, but it happened to Chippo. That whole team well, what Chip, Chippo underperformed, team. and that was like the top team. They, well, they I mean, scrapped all, all those players and, and played like Illegal MX players against less, uh, New less, Zealand. Less. Well, yeah, yeah but, but New I'm, Zealand, I'm... New Zealand might, might as well have been Turks and Caicos. I mean, come on. You know what? Chepo no. got. I mean, Chepo's team got screwed by a Chaton injury, man. That, well, a lot of injuries. Castro, Castro injury, Juarez injury, and, and in, Chicharro in injury. Pablo Barrera was probably the biggest loss for yes. him because he, he really depended on his uh, wing play, you know? And, and some of the Euro players weren't getting playing time either. And, and then he lost Orbe, Nana Orbelina, Oribe. 
the only problem score. he did with 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 Chepo is, is is you're exactly right. But when he had his second team come and do the Gold Cup, I mean, it was it was it was it was it was equally as ugly. And no, I, I, I saw those games, John. It was promising, but definitely, I'm telling you, once to me, once Traton went out, it, that was. <clears> throat> throat> Well, yeah, you don't have to convince me about that. Gentlemen, as a Chepo believer, I- I'm going to tell you one of his biggest flaws. And it's that he loses the locker room. He, he just doesn't know how to deal with. He needs to have, he needs to have a hype man. I don't know if you ever, there was this video that was viral for a while of Vielsa. You know, he's Bielsa when he had Chile, and he had Bonini. his hype man. I think Boyes Bonini, and he's, Bonini. he's he's dude. Even I got hyped, man. And I'm watching the video, and he's hyping the players as they're as they're gonna enter the field, and he's getting them fired up. Yeah, that's what he needs, man. Well, I, I mean, I mean, Chepo publicly humiliated like... the players at the Copa America. <laughs> I mean, let's let's be honest. I mean, that was right after Mexico won a gold cup. You know, and, and then they, they, then that happens at the, you know, this. You remember the the way the South Americans were reacting to Mexico's like, you want to you want to do what with the roster? You want to change it because of because of why? I mean, it was it was a joke. But no, wait, wasn't that he wasn't involved with that though? Yeah, he was the one that that suspended him, dude. Chepo, yeah. are you thinking yeah. Nestor? No, Nestor was gone by then. It was it was all Chepo. Wait, he suspended players at at Copa America? Yeah. Don't you remember uh, Fabian and uh, Jonathan and Strippergate? When they when they reported that all their stuff was stolen at the at the yeah. hotel after beating Ecuador in Ecuador with the under twenty three squad, right? Wait, I don't think. Yeah, Chepo was the one that suspended them all. I don't think he coached. I need to go double he check. He, he didn't coach it. It was it was Tena, but but Chepo was the one that on the phone it's like you, you're suspended, and he kicked them off the team. It wasn't Tena that did that. I don't know, man. I gotta. I'm gonna have to go into the files to see that because I, I never mm-hmm. seen the coach suspend, especially if they're not even there. Um, I think. Yeah, your your boy, uh, uh, your your boyfriend uh, Rafa Ramos even wrote the article about it, saying that yeah, Chepo was on the phone with them and he gave him the he gave he him the, the, the 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 business. Well, there, the yeah, there you go. That's, that's losing the. The locker room goes, and I think that's what happened with him, where he'll, he'll like lose. And I think that's probably why he was booted out of Santos. You know, the team wasn't doing too good, but he probably wasn't doing his best to, to get more out of them. Well, I um, remember the guy, who's the guy that, that writes the, uh, or the, the zonal marking? Is it Jonathan Wilson? No. Michael Cox. Yeah. Michael well, Cox, yeah. I remember at the end of one of the Confed Cup games, I remember it was the Italy game or the Brazil game. The last sentence was, "There is a good team in Mexico." It's like he's like, but Chepo has lost it. Like he like they, they can't find themselves. It's gone. Yeah, there's a good, they there's were a good broke. team in there somewhere. Yeah, they were. It was just they a, were broken at that point. It's an unfortunate. Yeah, it's an unfortunate miss. Yeah, so I'll say that about about Chepo, man. He he lacks that, but I I think we haven't really seen that from Tuca. You know, he's he's he has a way of of he knows what's up. He knows the how to play, deal the, with this. Yeah, the players love him. I mean, you know. That... Yeah, and he did that thing where during the CONCACAF uh, Cup where he bet the players that if they won, he would shave his mustache. Oh, yeah, they shave, they shave it for him. 
So I mean, he he does stuff like that. So even though he'll he'll bust their balls and he he's known as being mean, he also has that other side to him. Right. Well, like I said, I mean, he knows he knows how to manage the. Uh, I mean, look at the team he has right now. He has a bunch of, for lack of a better word, a bunch of divas on his team right now at Tigres. And are they first place? No, but you know they'll make the Liguilla, and you know yeah. that they're gonna. It's it's the one team that no one wants to play in in, in the Liguilla. Period. Because you know that they're gonna they're gonna get really far, and that's just that, that's just the reality. And, uh, and 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 Duca has been able to manage that for seven years and has 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 had unprecedented success with the. Oh yeah, but wait wait till the uh, Profe Preciado uh, runs through his uh, plan de ocho años, then we'll see. Uh, <laughs> El plan de ocho años. Well, we have a, a couple of guys that uh, that can do that. Here in the country, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for uh, you know for, for the agents to reach out to us and say, "Queremos hablar con el profe." Well, you know what we'll have to say? ¿Cuál profe? ¿Cuál profe? ¿Con, con cuál profe quiere hablar? All right. So the uh, Champions League in uh, in Europe had their draw today, and uh, yesterday, Chucky Lozano helped PSV qualify for the uh, for the Champions League group stage with. Uh, Pretty easy uh, 3-0 win over, uh, and it just it was a Rostov, the team that they beat. Bate. Bate, Bate, thank you. And uh, Chucky Lozano scored a goal in, the, in La Ida y La Vuelta. So he, he got one in the first leg and the second leg. And then and they drew, they're in a group with Barcelona, Tottenham, and Inter. So, uh, you know, two... Uh, members of the royal family, if you would, with, uh, with John. <laughs> it's what I've been asking for, John. My prayers have been answered. I, I, I said it right here. If, if Chuki can pull those performances in the Champions League against those teams, he won't be at PSV for long. Right. You're absolutely right. I mean, I mean, for, for a showcase standpoint, for for Chucky, selfishly for you know for for fans of you right they, they couldn't have been a better draw playing against three glamour teams yeah but... more of a of a courtesy team you know like a like a like a like a yeah. trendy team uh, I guess PSB doesn't even have to advance Chucky just needs to look good against those teams right. <laughs> it's true man if he makes those defenders look bad if he if he looks good on his own. That's that's all you need. Yeah. So he has he has six games, you know, six games that, that he just he just won't get playing anywhere else in the world again against against three quality teams. And uh, what you know, was your prediction, Juan? My was my that? prediction. Yeah. What what did you say your prediction was? For what? For Chivas? For no, uh, for Chucky. That he gets because uh, I don't know if it was you or I think it was Eric uh, Gomez said that. If Chucky does well, he'll get signed by one of those three teams. Is that what you just said? Yeah, that's... No, Joey just said that. No, well, Joel, oh. uh, Eddie Gomez did that, but Joel, Joel said that if... Man, if, I said it last if, year. If he, signed by, 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 he, won't, he won't be a PSV for long, is what Joel said. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, I said that since he landed, since he was doing good in Holland and everyone was writing his nuts. And I said, look, most of those teams are pretty weak sauce. He, he needs to, He needs to do... Those exciting plays 
in a tough venue against a strong team. As, as, as then, evident, uh, as evident by the fact that, that we've mentioned last week that, that, that Dutch teams don't get automatic qualification <laughs> to the championship. Yeah, they don't, man. They, That's how low the, the Dutch league is gone. They're the, they're the Liga MX of Europe. No, Joel, come on, come on. The, oh, my Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Liga well, Hey, when, when we started Libertadores, we, we didn't get automatic. We had to eliminate against the Venezolanos, man. And who was it the one? Even... <laughs> who, who was it that fell against the Venezuelan team? It was, a, it was a couple of teams, man. I know Atlante was one of them, Monterrey. And, uh, it's a good thing we didn't bring that up with Michelle. He probably would have hung up on us. <laughs> so it it did uh, it did happen. Yeah, so you're right though. So they have to, uh, I don't expect I don't see how anybody would expect uh PSV to advance from that group. I and mean, that's a tough group for them to advance to. But Joel as as Joel pointed out, if Chucky can you know, if he can get out of these six games score three, four goals for for PSV, uh then yeah, I think that that's uh you know, PSV is going to make about twenty, thirty million bucks on him if he has a good Champions League for sure. How much would he sell for? I think he. I think he could probably sell for twenty-five. Oh, I think he's going to go a lot higher than that. You think so, Dan? How much? Yeah, um, I'm thinking over forty. Wow. Uh, yeah, I, I think if he blows it up, if he if he has a good showing, I mean, how much did that other guy go for? Who went to Man U? Um, Which one, uh, Marshall? PSV. Yeah, I think they. I think it was thirty. Bengal uh, yeah. asked for him. It will require that because I think he, you know, he oh, showed some signs against uh, the, you know, the Germany match. But I think if Chucky could 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 have a performance, um, really good, uh, just a good Champions League in general. Um, I I, I would imagine that he, they're already getting offers in the twenties. Because if he does blow up, then you know, then then like his price tag shoots up even more. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if he went for borderline obscene amount of money. Dan is 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 there's a huge, there's a huge is, upside is he, to him. Is he too old for your league, Dan? <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's the right height. You know what? He's got the, he's got the, he's got a young look. <laughs> He's got a young look, so he, he does. He does still have the boyish, the boyish good looks. Uh, our fair Chucky. So Eddie Gutierrez is now with with PSV. So I, I believe he will be. Uh, he will be also have this. You know, it's not just Chucky. It's going to be uh, Guti that's going to have this this um, opportunity as well. Although I don't think he probably feature as much at least initially. Well, I, I disagree. I mean, they're they're paying money. I, I don't think um, they're. At least I'm of the opinion that a team like PSV, they're not bringing in players um, from the outside to see how they work out. They're they're going to plug them in. They're expected to play. I think uh, I'll I, actually I'll be surprised if he doesn't if he doesn't start. Um, I, I'm expecting him to start pretty right off the bat. I mean, he's going to have to keep it, you know. But I think they're the. I think that I'm definitely going on the assumption that they're expecting him to be. A starter, a contributor, right away. Um, I think he's gonna he's gonna get thrown into the lion's den for sure. I mean, he's really getting thrown into the fire. But I think, I mean, just from a neutral perspective and just an, uh, like just a, from an observational standpoint, I mean, what a fun twenty four hours for him. 
Yeah, no kidding. Imagine that you're going like last week. You're playing Tapachula in the in the Copa Mekis. <laughs> they actually played Santos, but I didn't want to. <laughs> well, well, you know what I'm saying. <laughs> then next week you're playing. Uh, but, uh, next week you're playing Barcelona at the No Camp. I mean, that's pretty dope. I mean, for for him, like, just especially considering that the the, the transfer looked to looked to be dead. Um, for it to turn around. And, work out that way and then the draw come out the same day pretty much uh, just really really just must be a really fun moment for him where uh, I'm not sure if you guys caught that that little FaceTime that he and Chuki had it, it, it was it was cute uh, for lack of a better word you know him right. admitting that he was nervous um, the, the part that surprised me was the one asking him why are you wearing a suit <laughs> this is how we dress you knuckle yeah <laughs> Yeah. Take take the ranchuca out of out of Guti, man. So it's um, all all of the, from that standpoint. I mean, it, it's been it's been cool. It, it, it's a nice way to end the summer after. I think we could all agree it was a bit disappointing. How how, how fun is that? That the one guy who doesn't get any minutes at the World Cup is the one who gets sold and goes to. <laughs> Not just him, um, Araujo too. Nestor Araujo was, he also made the, the the switch and he didn't play the World Cup. Either. That's yeah, right. He, he didn't play one minute. And in fact, in fact, Celta said, "Please don't call and him." Because... <laughs> Pachuca, I think, tweeted, Pachuca tweeted out that uh, it would be cool to see Pizarro go to PSV as well and have the three guys, the three Pachuca guys over there. Yeah, but Pizarro Monterrey paid. Not, that's yeah, that's going to be unlikely. Top but... money and and yeah. <laughs> one quick comment though, on one quick comment on Chucky though, and that I think his success in this group B is going to be doubtful is um, if these guys have Tottenham and Inter have good organized defenses, they don't push up too much. Barcelona might, but if there's no space for Chucky to do anything, then I think he's going to be pretty much shut down, which is a high possibility. So I don't know how good he's going to really do. He's got the advantage of being the underdog in just about all those matches. So I think um, he will have chances to, to yeah, they can hit him on the counter for sure. At least, that, at least that's what I assume. I mean, this, this things play out as they should. You know, the, especially with Tottenham and, and Barcelona, uh, they won't he, they they won't have the ball a lot, but they'll they may have they may be able to create some chances. Well, I'm not with, the, with the Mexican uh, duo, I mean, how could they not? Yeah, with uh, I mean the the the. the... The goal here, you know, from a Mexico perspective, at least, is, is you know they don't they don't have to advance, you know, as long as you know they have they have the, the biggest vitrina in the world, and you know Chucky's obviously going to start. You know, Dan is is saying and he's and he's probably right that, you know, probably by match day three you would expect the Guti to be starting. So, um, yeah, I mean they certainly have they certainly have uh, a huge opportunity ahead of them and. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that that, that PSV can advance. I mean, I, I think it's going to be hard because I mean, it, it's one thing. You know, I think everyone concedes one of the spots out of the group is going to go to Barcelona. So there's three teams that are fighting for the for the other spot. You would have to say that Tottenham would probably be uh, favored over the other two to uh, to get that. But I mean, it's not like Tottenham are world beaters. I mean, it's not like you know. I mean, they they can certainly be beat, just like Inter can certainly be beat. And uh, you know, and PSV historically has done relatively decently in the, in the in the Champions League as well. So it's not like, you know, they're going in there, you know, just like you know, like Panama did at the World Cup. They're just happy to be there, and you know, they'll 
they'll take their lumps as long as you know Felipe Maloy can get the you know they're gonna get the the gol de honor and they'll be you know thrilled to pieces. So uh, we'll see what happens, but it's, it's certainly a, it's certainly an excellent opportunity for them to, uh, to to see what they're really made of. And as Joel says, if if, if Chucky has uh, a decent outing in, the, in these six games, then he won't be at PSV for long. And I think that that's what uh, you know. As, as a fan of Mexico and then the Mexican national team, you want to see your your best players compete at, at the highest levels and. Uh, I think we can all agree that the Dutch league, the Eredivisie, is is not necessarily the highest level for Chucky. And I think that it's a, a league that he has. Uh, well, he, I think he was outgreed, outgrown it before he even got there. I think that, he's, that his, his talent is better than than that league, as evidenced by the fact that you know he's been uh, doing very well in that league for the past year year and the cachito that he's played. So hopefully that will uh, that will. Uh, Play out, and we'll see if uh, if, if Chucky has it, or if he, as as Joel has pointed out numerous times on this show, is uh... that, that, Petro Frio. Yes, John. That's I think uh, that that evaluation is to the untrained eye. I think uh, uh, the prof is on the show. I think we we might hold a, a different opinion. Uh, prof Preciado. Well, you guys, you guys, I, I don't you guys know. have I don't much, know if much more learned, the, the, learned, the uh, Pecho Frio tag completely. I think the jury is still somewhat out, but I, I wouldn't call him a Pecho Frio, though. Yeah. But I, I wouldn't. Um, but I, but see, there, there, I niveles, you know. He, you know, there's, 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 um, there's players that aren't Pecho Frios, and then there's players like Guatemoc Blanco that you would, uh, you know, you, you, you wouldn't trust. You're like, that's one dude that isn't going to choke. Back. Now, one team—it's a nice, uh, nice segue. One team that hasn't choked, which is which is quite shocking and, and surprising, and the fact that it, the, the, that it's taken us this long here on the Cantina Mekis podcast, uh, which you can uh, download, of course, from from iTunes and Google Play, and then listen to on our on our YouTube page. You just subscribe to all three of those, you won't miss an episode. Is uh, is Cruz Azul, and the fact that that seven weeks into the season they still don't have a a number underneath their L column. They are playing uh, outstanding soccer, getting outstanding results. It is, uh, uh, you know, could it be that they moved to the Azteca? Could it be that uh, that that Belayas is uh, is now helping move the team? Is is it Caixinha? Is it the fact that the players are finally starting to to live up to the potential that they had over the past couple of years? Obviously, it's a combination of all those things, but the reality is, is, is uh, despite losing to Atlas last night in Copa Mekis and again Copa Mekis, Cruz Azul has been uh, has been a team that, uh, at least I know that some of us on, 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 the, on the podcast have, have been waiting to see them uh, get back to the level that we've known and seen Cruz Azul play at for many, many years. Uh, I know we say Santos has been consistent for 25. Cruz Azul has been consistent for 40. John. Yes, sir. Are you think they're setting up uh, a a lady Cruz Azul meltdown in the final? You know, I I I don't uh, I don't think so. But but what I will say about this is that I think that Lady Cemento is not. uh, (laughs) 
I think Lady Samantha. I think Lady Samantha when she when you know, you know let's let let's let's break Lady Samantha's quote here, you know, piece by piece. So. So you know, one I think that yes, I think that the fans and the team deserve each other. So I think Lady Samantha can check, can check that one off. Wait, was that recorded at Dan's uh, last game, or is that from uh, Cruz Azul Stadium? No, Dan's last game was was a little sad. Was cada torneo lo mismo duele porque uno no se lo merece. No, yeah. So uh, you know who I haven't played for for a long time, and, and I feel bad because the day it, it is three in a row is. Uh... Primero que nada, hay que felicitar a Chivas porque ganaron bien. La neta, hay que dejarnos de tonterías. So. But uh, I mean, they they have been they, they have been really good. So it's to me again, the league is always better when 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 the, the good teams are playing well. And Cruz Azul is, is like I said for for years one of the most consistent. And have they won championships now? In fact, it's been a long time since they've won a championship. Not as long as Atlas, but it, but it has been it has been about tw- about twenty years or so since like, Cruz Azul has uh, has hoisted has hoisted the league trophy. But they've been in plenty of finals. They make the league almost every year. I mean, it's, they're just they're just a solid team. And uh, you know, Belas, I think, reminded the the uh, the folks there at Cruz Azul, hey, you guys are Cruz Azul. We're Cruz Azul. We need to act like Cruz Azul and, and start playing like Cruz Azul again. And, and I think that we are uh, that, that we are seeing that with the so we talked about it last week. You know, he, he brings in players that that help that are proven Liga MX players. Uh, the, the players that the, 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 that that he did it at America. He he's doing it at Cruz Azul America. He made it instantly better with the players. People laugh that they brought in you know Ruben Sambuesa. Like who's this guy? You know, Ruben Sambuesa. By the way, Ruben Sambuesa brought to the Liga MX by Tuca Ferretti. People may not. Remember that, but that is uh, who brought him in, and they have just, uh, you know, Cruz Azul, uh, you know, America. You know, they've had a little mini crises. Cheekies. Oh, you know, I, I would say that that would that that would that that that, that would deserve. A, but the reality is that it was it was it was it was too sad to even play that. I mean, it's just. So has Chiki's finally admitted his uh, Cruz Azul fandom, or he's still denying it? No, he's a Chiki's is a cambiagatos. <laughs> but then I then I abandoned him, so now I'm a single gato. That's right, that's right, and yeah. and, and he doesn't have Jaguares in the league anymore, so he's 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 right, he's a he's a felino soltero right now with uh, with Pumas. <laughs> it's his only. He's a I, I guess that you're just in a monogamous relationship right now with. Uh, with 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 Pumas. Oh, I thought he was on Tigres bandwagon. No, because Tigres won't give him press pass, so he. Uh, <laughs> they ignore me. We have to. We have Damn. to in solidarity, not 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 be 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 anti Tigres for uh, to in, 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 in solidarity with, uh, until Chiquis gets his uh, gets his press pass. So Cruz Azul. So so so, Profe. What about so Cruz Azul? What is clicking for them, Profe? Why is Cruz Azul doing so well? Uh, I'm going to say it's 
belies uh, big picture thinking, man. Yes. Someone listens to the cantina, John. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, he, 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 what did he do uh, with Cruz uh, Azul's uh, uh, practice fields? I mean, something very logical, right? Right. You know, he switched them to the same playing surface. Uh, uh, so I think he's just he's just the right guy for to run your organization, man. Uh, admittedly, I have not had a chance to watch a Cruz Azul game. Why not, Profit? Uh, dude, I've been I've had my own games to, you know. You don't you don't no, interrupt. Do you interrupt your games to watch Chivas? So I get sorry, Chicos, but Chivas are on. Or do you just do that for Pachuca? <laughs> no, hey, but know. you you know, like like in all seriousness, those small details end up making a big difference. You know, there's a Billy Alvarez just, was on uh, Picante, and he has a pretty interesting quote. He said, "Yo esperaba una persona menos proactiva, pero la verdad es que es muy aplicado." Yeah, he's talking about Pelais, so so I guess he he even. he works with the team every day. Yeah, he goes to the training fields. He you could get actual quotes from interviews with Pelias and Mohammed when they were in America and they would he would be there so they could go over the tactics with him to see what they were doing. And uh and you you know one of the reasons he sacked uh Turco from America was because Turco would give the players the day off after you know, they would lose a game, even a classico, and he would give them the day off. You know, and Pelaez is more like a drill sergeant. You lose a, you lose an important match. You better be here early. We're gonna, we're gonna redouble our training efforts. Yeah, so you're right. It, it is a little things. It's it, it's having your team in place before your training camp even starts, which is what he did. Instead of the typical Cruz Azul method, where their, you know, their their in-house promoter says, "Oh, you know, we have until the 31st of August, so we're gonna, you know." We're going to keep bringing players in until we absolutely until the absolute deadline. So they're bringing two and three players, expensive players in, six seven weeks into the season. Oh, and by the way, they have to start next week. So now you you're throwing these guys in. You know, it was just, it was just it was just a mess, and it, and had been for, for for the past you know two or three years. And Pelias comes in and uh, you know has, has has used the methods that he's used elsewhere, and and then the results are are, are are quite staggering, and it's so. I'm, I'm wondering, uh, and, I, and I think it's going to be uh, Pumas. It's probably going to be dragging. But, but if if all four teams make the uh, the Liguilla, it would it would make it would certainly make Liguilla very happy. And uh, if 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 there's if there's a big four final at Christmas time, or like a, or, I would even throw Tigres in there at this point, just because they're they're so mediaticos right now. You know, a big four or, or with Tigres, it's kind of like. Not that I'm comparing Tigres to Notre Dame, but it's like the, the, it's, it's the power conferences in Notre Dame. So, be, you know, if there's a Cuatro Grandes final or a, one of the Cuatro Grandes against Tigres, Televisa would be very happy. And Univision would be very happy, especially around Christmas time. You know, Chivas has to go off and play the Club World Cup, where there will be uh, Estrenando a, a proper Chivas uniform with, with proper stripes. And, uh, so yeah, I do hope that, I do hope that it will what's happen. Gonna happen to, what's going to happen to the current stripes? <laughs> well, you know, they're only allowed to have one sponsor on the shirt. 
when they play the Club World Cup. Which is you know, so sad because when you see like Pachuca Monterrey go and their uniforms look outstanding, you're like, man, why can't your uniforms look like that all the time instead of, <laughs> you know, and instead of a, 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 NASCAR. a, a lamp post at a, you know, at the corner <laughs> of, a, of the quad in the college. So it's just, just plastered with stuff. They look like NASCAR uniforms. Yeah, exactly. They look like, uh, like, like, like the, the pilots or the, uh, or the drivers or they're just, just covered in patches. So yeah, it's going to be it's, it'll be it's, the, the the second half of the season. I think paints uh, very interestingly. Uh, you know, looking at Pumas' schedule, as as Joel pointed out, you have to look at the schedule. You know, they don't have, you know, they have the winnable games, and then they have the one where you like you know have to, you know just scratch out whatever you can, and, the, and those are kind of inter, interspersed. So you know, you know, Pumas has an opportunity. I think out of the next, what is there, ten games left to. Uh, you know, if, if if they're able to squeeze out 15 points, you know that that'll certainly be enough for them uh, to, to make it to the league yet. So I think that 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 is certainly very possible because uh, they have, uh, you know, out, out of the, the the tougher teams that you know they really they've already played America and Monterrey. They have they have Cruz Azul left. They have Santos left. Uh, they have Chivas left, and then and the, all the other games are, are are somewhat pretty winnable. So Cruz uh, Pumas does have an opportunity. Cruz Azul. You know, they they just need you know out, out of these ten games, if they can get you know twelve points, you know they you know they'll qualify probably you know close to the top. So it um, it certainly does bode well, and it will certainly make. I mean, and the reality is, I mean, I mean, as a, as a Liga Mekis fan, do you really want to see a final of you know Monarcas Atlas or? <laughs> You know. Actually, I like Monarcas. I liked Monarcas when they played Chivas. They impressed me. Yeah, they're actually they're actually you know all kidding aside, they're actually you're right. They they they, they have a, a pretty. They play a, a very attractive uh, brand of soccer. Monarcas does. So, and that golazo that dude made, man, that guy was. Although that was an error on the the Chivas goalkeeper, that that new guy, he sort of uh, he blew that one a little bit. So, so there's, uh, you know, the the, the the league is certainly, uh, you know, is, is going to be very compelling going into the uh, going into the fall. So there's, uh, you know, Santos is playing well, as as, as Dan will uh, has attested to, with especially considering all the tumultuous issues that they've had over the past few weeks. They've been able to ride through it and and come out smelling like a rose, which is which is amazing. And uh, so, yeah, there's uh, there's a lot of. Um, a lot of compelling storylines. I think we will definitely have to keep an eye on as we uh, as we as we move toward fall here in the Cantina and make his podcast. And of course, we'd love for you, the listener, to join us on our special journey as we as we head toward the end of 2018, which uh, probably could have been a better year for Mexican soccer. Unfortunately, it did not. It did not pan out. So, Chivas, is it Pachuca? Chivas, Pachuca, Joel, Chivas, Pachuca. Chivas will be hosting the Tuzos. Yes. And uh, what 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 do we think is going to happen? I think a tie is probable. Yeah. You know, Pachuca has had Chivas' number though, but um, if if Chivas can make the best out of it, they should get the tie and even the win. The win would be ideal because the next. 
like I said, their next four or five games are going to be pretty tough. Uh, but then they will close the season in a, in a, what could be, you know, a, a more favorable, against more favorable opponents. So I, I'm, if they do get the point or the win, I think they need about six points. I forgot I did a whole, I did a whole, you know, yeah, Chivas. Uh, I, I did the math. They're, they're sitting at ten. So if they yeah, get the no, win here, they'll be at thirteen. So yeah, so they'll need twelve points or so out of the yeah. next ten games to uh, nine games at this point to uh, to make the uh, to make the league. Yeah. yeah. So um, they they have a chance. They have a chance, uh, even if with the rough patch, it's going to be shaky. But we, we see what happens when you win three games. That's right. You know, this is all it takes sometimes. It is. It is the uh, the magic. The magic number in Liga MX is win yeah. three games, and, and and you you go from from seventeenth to tenth in three weeks. Yeah. So, but it's very important winning at home, and if you can't beat a Pachuca, then it's your chances just go. You know, they just tumble down, and I mean Pachuca just because the way they're doing right now. Um. But yeah, that's that's where we're at with Chivas. Well, they're only two points behind. They're only two points behind uh, Chivas, so it's not like they're you know they're yeah two. The ones that are destitute are poor Atlas, who have who have two zero zero ties, and thank God because other than that they wouldn't have any points at all because they haven't scored. They haven't scored. Imagine going seven games in in Liga of all leagues, Liga Mekis, and not being able to score but seven games. Yeah, it's a record. They beat yeah. the previous team that was that bad was Querétaro, and and uh, Atlas just took that. You know, they they're averaging own, averaging you know almost almost twenty shots a game. You know, and then you have, you have a guy like Chicharito who's taking you know three shots and he's scored twice. Okay, okay, John. Here I have it before because I'm about to. Um, I got a few more minutes here. Yes. So so they host. Pachuca, right? And then their next four games is going to be against Monterrey uh, as uh, and uh, on the road, followed by Querétaro home, which that's where they have to strive to take a point. And then they visit America, which is, I could say is a coin toss. You know, America's been a bit wishy-washy. Cool, it's a classic. Yes, classic and then and then they host Pumas. So I, I was I was saying if they get about six points, uh, they should they should be they should be pretty good from those four games. Um, hold on, let me see. I put they should they should beat Querétaro, they should beat Lobos Block, and they should beat Puebla. Those are well, the, the last, the last, their last five games of the season is Lobos Buaps on the road, Morelia at home, Puebla on the road, Leon on the road, and then they close against Tigres. And if Tigres is qualified, I wouldn't be surprised if Tuca just sends the B team just to rest them. Yeah, but just the, to B rest his team still, the B team is still, <laughs> it's still strong. Yeah, yeah but, but I mean, I would still rather play their B team than, than their, than their first team, you know? Sure. Uh, 
So, 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 so you say Puma, I'm sorry, you say Chivas gets the tie against Pachuca. You, you're predicting the tie. I'm predicting the tie, but I'm saying the win is very possible. Okay. So uh, you, and you're, if they you're, did, you're hedging your own prediction. Yeah. If they, okay. And if they do, they set themselves up for the, for the rough tumble of the Monterrey, Monterrey, America, and, and Pumas. Because those, those are all going to be tough games. Profe, profe. I'm taking notes here. So Jolie uh, predicted a, a tie, but he said a win and a loss is uh, also like highly likely. Hey, you don't have to take notes, Juwan, on our on our daily code chat. I posted. I I put all the I put all my predictions down. No, no, I, I know. I'm, I'm just I'm just getting your predictions. Now, 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 profe, profe, this 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 has to be your hardest week because you have, to have Chivas, you have Pachuca. Oh, that's right. Torn. Yeah. Well, John, let me just put what I, what I put. I put a uh, if Chivas can manage nine points. So I, I wrote this before they played all those games. So I put uh, if they can manage nine points from the Veracruz to Pachuca bracket, which is uh, Veracruz, Necaxa, Atlas, Pachuca, uh, they could go into Liguilla without beating any of the top teams. And they managed to do just that. Which, which, is, which is how Ecuador goes to the World Cup. <laughs> well, hey, man. Whatever gets you there. But right. yeah, it's it's very possible. It's very possible for the Goats. So yeah, they're just going to have to beat Querétaro and then get a, get a good result against Pumas, especially because it's at home. And then from the next bracket, they have to beat Lobos Buap. That's just, they'll be cold in three points on the road. Um, oh, and huh? When Jolie's positive, that's a little worrying. What? Well, hey, that means that wait. means the sky. That means everything's gonna fall apart. No, cause look, my oh, last Chiva, I've been like what four on four when I put Chivas gonna win the league title. I put that they were gonna miss out on Liga two seasons in a row. So I've been at least three for three, man, in my season long predictions. You're 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 you're. The the finger that you have on the pulse of 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 of, of, of Chivas Nation right now, frankly, is he's a Walter Mercado. Is a little scary. <laughs> is a little scary. Yeah, and and I just want to point out to finish uh, patting myself in the back. Please, I've written this. I've, I've written it down, and I've said it in the podcast, so I'm not I'm not just talking out of my ass. Where Chris like, no, no, you didn't. And that's like, oh yes, I I did. I... So I mean, there's a chance, though. You know, you know, John, it'll be it'll be. It'll be like, I wouldn't say slim, but it's there, you know. Yeah. So, 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 Joel, has Chivas moved out of crazy ex-girlfriend mode for Chivas fans to like, wow, this is this this, this could actually happen for us, you know? She's, yeah, they're, they're holding hands, walking in the she's, park. She's really, she's really not going to be crazy this time. She's really <laughs> not going to be crazy this time. Yeah. She's really not. No. Gonna be no I know, think people you know, are the, the trash talking Guarita always, always. <laughs> Always has has an opinion about Chivas. Chivas, don't make me no. laugh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I do think uh, I do because I think I think it was just so much made out of everything that was going on that it was it was overly negative. But I think our fans are starting to see that that it's not as bad as it looks. Now, Joel, is it true? Is it true, Joel, that uh, when you met your 
at the time your 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 soon to be wife like the very first thing she said to you was Okay Ching Chingwe uh su madre el America <laughs> That that pretty much how it went. Yeah. How it went down, John, yeah. Would not uh would not surprise me. Okay. So well, so, I, so I, I, Yes, yes. Wait, I just are you, are you have to pat, pat yourself pat yourself more on the back. I already did, no, but I I work. Okay. I work nights and it's Well, yeah, I, I, have I, to I, get going. I understand. I've I've been I'm trying I'm trying to move the show no, but we do appreciate you, Hoyle. <laughs> we do appreciate yes. you coming on as always. Are you are you are you are you bumping off? Are you heading off? Yes, Jamie boy. You have to and go record for... another 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 no. Uh, patron. No, I have to just segment. drive. I drive an hour to work, John. Okay. Uh pero no, Jamie boy. Uh shout out to my cousin, Martha. She likes to listen. Uh, so, thank well, you for so, tuning so she's, in. So she's the one. She's huh? the one that listens to our show, Ma- Marta. Oh, the the one listening, <laughs> the one on Playtunes, yeah, yeah. Um, and wh- so, wh- where where is Marta? She is she there in in, in, uh, in LA too? No, she's I think in Chino, somewhere, parts unknown. Out in the desert. Oh. Yeah, somewhere over there. <laughs> yeah. Well, thank you for coming on, and we will uh, we'll, we'll see how you how you're. Your your tie, but maybe a win prediction uh, pans out next week. Yes. Well, later, guys. All right. So, profit before we uh, so you you say you say sin sin duda gana gana Chivas. I guess we'll we'll hear from profit later. Dan Santos has a tough one. Has a tough one against uh, against Toluca. Not, uh, but they did beat Toluca in the final. So. We'll see how that uh, turns out for for Santos. I think, I think Dan. I think is it's there. time for them to feel good about this one. Yeah, you think so? Toluca's, uh, to, yeah, Toluca is um, not exactly the same team they were last season, so um, I think uh, they could they could pull this one off. I, I mean, maybe not win, but uh, they can get a result. It's in Toluca, Possibly. right? It's in Toluca. Yeah, at yeah. noon or. Ten, ten for you. So, yeah. All right. Well, we'll. Uh, so, is the result for you like like a draw, a draw yeah. better? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, that's I mean, if it's on the road, I mean, you you're, you you want to get points. So I did something uh, this past week that that I swore I would never do. I swore I would never do it, but I but but I did do it. I joined uh, Don Ticayon's. Liga Mekis pool. I, I I I even I even downloaded a cash app in, in order for me to participate in this, which uh, was uh, you know a little disconcerting, but we went ahead and did it. And out of the nine games that 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 were I, I was tasked to predict, I got three of them right, which is why it just it just reemphasized my point of what kind of crazy idiot. Whatever bet on Liga Mekis games, because you have no idea what's going to happen. Have no idea what's going to happen. So, with that said, Chiquis, Pumas yeah. has after after after. I guess we'll go. This is a right at the end of the show is a great time to talk about it. So we just go ahead and get it off. But they're here at the end. So, so America down to nine men, but Pumas gets the second goal, so they're up two one. All they have to do is pretty much play keep away for the next 15 minutes. They don't even have to give 
America the ball because America, you know, if anything, they're going to be desperate. They're going to just leave just massive gaps. So you, so you could really get a third or a fourth even because they, they only have eight outfield players. For whatever reason, the, the coach says, "No, let's 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 play defense. Let's let's absorb pressure." And of course, what happens is is, it, is that America scores a, an equalizing goal in, in the in the second minute of three minutes of stoppage time, and and Pumas is toast. And then and when they had a chance to take three points at the Azteca, it, it put me in a bad mood for for the rest of the weekend when that happened. It was uh, it was it was not pretty. It was not pretty, Chickies. I know that you were you were a little upset. Yeah, that was. I was. I took my ups, uh, my anger out on America for celebrating a tie. But uh, yeah, it was pretty bad when you're when you get those uh, those little helps and the red cards, and then you're up by two. Well, now the first still... red card. The first red card. Uh... As you pointed out, was definitely the use of the dark arts. The guy knew that the ref was behind him, so he made it look a lot worse than it was. The ref didn't have a good angle. If they had VAR, that would have that would have been changed to a yellow instantly. But they don't have VAR. Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. The second one was a straight red, and the guy even he knew it was, and uh, he even you know after after the play happened before he walked off the field, he he went to Barrera and said, "Hey man, it's that was." You know, I know it was a red, but I, it was totally unintentional, and, and I think Barrett understood that, and they, you know, had a little moment. But there was, I mean, he put his he put his cleats on the guy's ankle and on the shin, and yeah, it was uh, it was he was very lucky to not to not break uh, not, not uh, cause more damage than than what could have happened. So, but that one was definitely red. And then it was the karma, I guess, for uh, for the guy who Arribas, was, yes, because he, he dislocated his elbow and like the arm, absolute, man. Oh. Oh my gosh, that was terrible. His arm broke or whatever happened. It was yeah, his his arm was in a position that you never want to see. Ever, 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 ever. And yeah, they took him straight to the hospital. And I, I don't I didn't hear what the uh what the official I don't know if it was it was a fracture or just a dislocation of his elbow, but it was and then the replay you know, I, I couldn't even watch the replay. I thought it was uh it was it was just it was just hideous. Yeah, and sure enough, so uh, Arribas who was the one who uh, drew the the red card from America leaves. Pumas's defense is in complete shambles. On the on the, on the game winning goal that Pumas had, there were there were five. I mean, if, you know, there five in the area, which means that the sixth player was giving the center, and then there were only two players that were covering the defense at that point. And then Pumas only had four in the area. They had six other guys that were nowhere near where they needed to be, and they were able to. Uh, they were able to get the uh, get the goal. It was uh, it was Henry Martin that scored the goal for America. Yeah, again, Pumas had a golden opportunity to to get three points in, in a Clásico. It, it did not happen, and uh, it was uh, it, it was very unfortunate. And uh, you know, it, it does not give me hope, Chiquis, for, uh, for 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 the coach Patino, who I, I thought was uh, you know a guy that. You know, I was a little more optimistic about, but I, at this point, I'm just, I'm just not so sure. I almost feel like, hey, you know what? Let's just give, let's just give uh, Leandro Augusto a chance and see, and see what he can do. Yeah, I think looking at, oh, I just went over the Chivas uh, schedule for the next uh, for the next few games. Pumas, I think, is even tougher. I think they still have a bunch of good teams that they have to play, and the way they're playing. 
I think they're guaranteed losses, and then some of these fringe teams like Leon and Lobos Wap are still going to be tough. So, Leon is a erratic team, like you were talking about League MX, not never betting on it. Leon, no, uh, they've yeah. played bad, and then they've beaten some teams. So it's, yeah, so they were they were in Toluca last week. So, oh, Toluca's going to win this game, sure enough. Leon, Leon, Leon yeah, he's actually Leon, like, they beat America too two weeks ago. Yeah, so he has a dislocated elbow. He's out for a month. Alejandro Rivas. Oh. So yeah, sure enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, Pumas' schedule is uh, is. I mean, it's 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 not terrible, but it, but it, but unfortunately for Pumas, it uh, it does not finish. Uh, they're gonna if they're gonna get points, they're gonna have to get them quickly because they end with Cruz Azul, Toluca, and Santos. And uh, those are those are three teams that uh, that that Pumas uh, typically does not do well against. But before that, they have Leon, Lobos, Bob, Morelia, Puebla, and Guadalajara. So out of those five, you know, again, if, if Pumas can get nine points out of that, that that'll put them at twenty points, and then they'll have to get five points out of Tigres, Tijuana, Cruz Azul, Toluca, Santos, which is certainly possible, but it is going to be a tough task for. For, for for Pumas to get those twenty five points, especially if they don't get the nine points in in in, in the games where that they have the winnable games, and so we'll see how that uh, how that plays out. But I think I think for Pumas fans, I I I just think out out of the big four, uh, you know, there's certainly the ones that are that are probably playing the worst right now, and and then the news just isn't getting better. But I would like to see Leandro Augusto coach the team if uh, if if things don't work out with Patino, like if things go really bad here over the next month. Then yeah, we'll see how that. Uh, uh. <sighs> yeah, give him a chance. Yeah, we'll see. Well, we'll see what happens. Well, gentlemen, I think we should uh, go ahead and put the punto final on this show. Uh, Dan, do you have any uh, any 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 last thoughts as we as we wrap it up here? No, man, I'm good. Chickies, any 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 pearls of wisdom that you can share with our audience before we? We say goodnight. And I was just, I was just thinking real quick on, uh, on Santos. I think we like, uh, we underestimated how they're going to come out, even with losing Janini and, and Nestor. I think Janini was just so great and his loss was like, okay, they're done. But they still have, I mean, they got Lalo Herrera, who's not really good, but he's, he's someone up there and then Fush. So I think, or at least I did. I thought Santos was going to go, was going to go down, and that, that was a grave mistake. And there was no reason to really think that. So that was just an insight there, and not, it should it shouldn't be no surprise had, how um, good they're doing. They actually they had a they have a lot of talent up front with Jonathan Rodriguez. Uh, I mean, Jonathan last season, most of the season, he was coming off the bench, um, just just to give you an idea. So like now he's getting full time. Like basically, he's got the starting gig now, and with him and Fuchs, it's it's enough. It's it's enough to 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 hold it down. Yeah, I think they're on top of things, and now they're just level with the leaders. <laughs> my, father, uh, my, uh, wife, my wife sent me out for fries. That's quite all right. Yeah. There's a there's a taco casa right across the the street here here in Brownwood. I might might be hitting here before I go to bed for my early call time tomorrow uh, here in Brownwood, Texas. You know, Santos to me uh, have have been a team that has been, that has been managed and, and run very well over the past few years. Uh, they've been ma- managed uh, with, with 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 the players that they've 
brought in from their youth system. They they always seem to do well on on their purchases. As Dad pointed out, they get players that seem to that, that fit them and know them well. I mean, Fort just coming into his own, kind of like Giannini did. It kind of took him a couple of years to get it going. But I think we're seeing the, the fruits of that with Furch. Uh, Lozano, like you said, Dan, was an excellent pickup for them. And, um, you know, they, 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 have, they're, they're, they do a very good job of blending the youth that they have with their youth system with with, with, with players that they're not afraid to uh, go out and get. And then they do a real good job uh, reselling players on top of that. So that Santos has always been a team, or at least recently been a team, that is uh, that, that has managed their market I did, extremely uh... well. I did miss out to forget to ask Joel if he was disappointed that if uh, that Sandoval wasn't called up because he's actually been somewhat of a of a bright note um, so far for them. Yeah, he has, he has played. Yeah, they, they, uh, Chivas, you know, the, like we said at the beginning of the show, I don't know if you're wrong, but the, the, the right players for Chivas are playing well, and it's evidenced by the fact that that they that they have been able to get the the five wins across uh, all competitions. Uh, over the past few weeks, so yeah, they're they they are playing. You know, he's playing well. Trophies is playing well. Uh, Orbelin is playing well. They, uh, uh, good for Saliva, them. Yeah, Saliva is playing well. They, they get to put the the knives down for a second. That's right. Yeah, Chivas fans can can, can the enjoy. Blades. Yeah, <laughs> the steely <laughs> knives. All right, gentlemen. Well, let's uh, we'll go ahead and wrap it up. Uh, well, I do uh, thank everyone for uh, tuning in, and listening to us uh, live, and of course, we do thank uh, you that has downloaded this and has listened to it uh, via iTunes or from Google Play. Uh, again, uh, we do uh, invite you to uh, follow us on Twitter. We're at Cantina underscore uh, Cantina MX underscore Pod, excuse me, on Twitter, and of course, we have our Facebook page, and of course, you can subscribe to our page on YouTube and get this lovely podcast delivered to you every week. Or you could subscribe on iTunes or Google Play and have it uh, delivered right to your device. So we do thank you all for listening. Uh, I want to thank uh, Joel Aceves that joined us earlier for uh, Daniel Preciado and Beto Campa. My name is John Jagu, uh, thanking you for joining us tonight on the Cantina Mekis podcast, and we will talk to you again next week. Thanks very much.